everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It is me, Adam Hunter. I am here with Tyler Bowe. How's it going, guys? As well as CB Gold. What's up, guys? Uh, listen, do you, need, do you feel like you need to make some change in your life? Wake up and take back control. Download Decipher Life, available on iTunes, Amazon, or Google Play. It's an audiobook narrated by Decipher's chief executive manager and head sports agent, Daniel Martinez. Expect honesty and some slightly colorful language as he shares his life's obstacles firsthand and uncensored. Hear how a willingness to change and adapt with life can help unlock your hidden potential and pave the way for new opportunities. The Cypher Life is also formatted to fit any busy schedule. Each chapter is 5 to 12 minutes in length and individually recorded as a single track. Listen on the way to work, on a lunch break, or before bed. Each track provides a simple framework surrounding a particular topic, highlighting or breaking down a common roadblock to personal success. Listen, I only endorse products I've worked for, that's worked for myself. I talk to this guy all the time. He gives me tons of great advice. Uh, Bubba definitely talks to him. He's helped Bubba win his last fight. I'm telling you. Uh, you can download it on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. Uh, checked out their audiobook. Also, they uh, offer mental coaching, personal advising, career micromanagement, all kinds of great things. Call them at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, uh, fighters are underpaid. We know this, okay? And it's not cool. Uh, I wish fighters make a lot more money. It's one of the hardest professions in the world, if not the hardest. And uh, I'm telling you, I was watching uh, Combate America last weekend, and uh, the uh, Mogwai, uh, that girl actually pulled off a twister submission, followed by like, she had the girl in a twister and landed like 100 Punches in the face. It was one of the coolest things ever. It was like Twister Ground and Pound. Wow. Uh, Kyra Batera is her name. And I'm like, she's with Tip a Fighter. I went on Tip a Fighter. I gave her a tip. Uh, I probably, uh, you know, I, I was so happy to give her a tip because she, she earned it. I never saw a Twister Ground and Pound in my life. And uh, this girl's probably making one and one, if that. So, you know what? I was happy to do it. So, I stand by Tip a Fighter. Tipafighter.com. There's all kinds of fighters going. I know Shannon Shit, uh, Sin is fighting an Invict- Invicta car, right? Yeah, there's, uh, there's a, I think there's a few girls on Invicta next week that are with Tip a Fighter. So, listen. Let's help them out. Let's, uh, let's get fighters paid more. Tipafighter.com at Tipafighter.com. I had the craziest... By the way, Bubba Jenkins just joined us. Bubba, how are you? I'm good. I'm one minute late, and you guys start without me? What is this? Uh, well, we don't know if you're one minute or one hour, yeah. Uh, but but yeah. yeah. I guess. I <laughs> guess. It's it's up to you. No, everything's good. What was your weekend about? I had the craziest night. So yesterday, my... my my, my show aired. I don't know if you guys watched it. Did you I watch did, it? I watched it. Of course it. Yeah. I watched it. You text me five times to watch the show. <laughs> so, yeah, I watched it. And what did you think? I thought it was I thought it was funny. Definitely, you know, Adam Hunter funny. I like the intro where you're, you know, having drinks with a... Uh, a mannequin, yes. A mannequin okay. doll. What do you think so, of I said that and I got yelled at, oh, you're an asshole. What no. do you think of the of the uh, wrestling? Well, that's his fault. They, he allowed them to do that. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say no. But what do you but think of the uh, wrestling? I thought she shot a good double leg. Yeah. Um, I thought I should have been on the scene somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Assistant coach, Right, yes. your boy couldn't get no cameo time. But no, I thought it was funny. Um, yeah. The way he slapped the dummy and, you know, was taking down the kid. I mean, I thought it was hilarious. But uh, it was a good show. Great show. Background. Uh, who uh, who uh, Junior? No, Gina. Oh, uh, that's... I saw her like way in the oh, background. Yeah, 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 My girl yeah, yeah. noticed it. She's like, "Is that purple hair?" Rewind. So we go <laughs> yeah. back. She's just standing there watching. I'm yes, like, that's yes. Funny. Uh, Gina will be on episode five. Gina Danger. Uh, it's a very funny episode. But I was really happy with it. So I, 
I, I go to the dime bar uh, to do a show. There was a, it was a light crowd. I was kind of a, it was, it's just hard, man. I'm just doing like 20 different things. Hard to promote and, and do shows. And then I was in Vegas. And then it's just like a lot of shit going on. And also my episode last night of uh, Noches Con Planetino uh, aired last night uh, as well. So I, I didn't want to, you know, a lot of shit. So anyway, I go to the dime bar. It was a good show. We had some great comics on. Chris uh, Frangiola was on. The head writer for Chelsea was on. Uh, uh, DJ Nash, who executive producer. All these big what? Are you complaining that your live show wasn't that full? Meanwhile, you had two TV spots airing <laughs> at the same time. Oh, must be nice. So anyway, yes, I, I I will always find something to complain about. Um, <laughs> It's something I'm working on in therapy, uh, is, is not beating myself up and just... If that was the roughest know. part of your night, that's a pretty good night. So anyway, so, right. so my, my, my uh, friend's there, uh, and I go after the show, I like going in my car, getting a little high, coming back, because they have music videos from I like... I thought you didn't smoke weed. I smoke weed once. I, don't, I never smoke before shows. After shows, I'll, I'll, I'll smoke a little bit. So I, I go to the parking lot to smoke a thing, and then Dave Chappelle is there. Dave Chappelle rolls up in, like, in, in a uh, Porsche, right? And I'm like, Dave... Uh, How's it going? And I know Dave Chappelle. He, he saw me at Chocolate Sundays a couple years ago. He watched my set. He thought, he's like, hey, man, you're really funny. He's like, you remind me of Bill Burr, which was like the best compliment ever. Uh, and, and, and I, you know, that's like saying, you know, to a comic, hey, you remind me of uh, uh, LeBron James right now. You know, it's, it's a very, uh, to a basketball player, to a young best, you know. I meanwhile, funny Bill Burr story. I was in acting class 10 years ago with Bill Burr. And Bill Burr at the time didn't have an agent, didn't have a manager, uh, was really kind of and my he teacher was like, why aren't you... He was really good. She was like, why aren't you working? He was like, uh, after three years of comedy, I booked the show Townies with Molly Ringwald. And I flew out to L.A. The, 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 the show got canceled after six episodes. I stayed here for three years. He couldn't get arrested. Now look how Bill Burr. So that's a funny and a very inspiring... You know, anyways, because you look at where Bill is now. So Chappelle knows me. I go, Dave, we just had a comedy show. I, I'd love to have you on. He goes, I would love to be on one of your shows, man. He goes, but he goes, listen, I'm going next door to this club. Come roll with me, right? So I go to get my friend. My friend was in the bathroom. Then Dave was walking. I'm like, all right. He's like, just tell them you're with Dave Chappelle. So I go to get my friend and we go out, but he goes through like some weird back entrance, which was locked. So we go around to the front and I'm like, hey, I'm here with Chappelle. The bouncer goes, what's the password? I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what, what is this? A fucking, you know, what is this, a fort? You know, I'm like, I'm like, I don't have, I don't know the path. I'm like, I'm with Chappelle. Why don't you just go? I just talk to him. You just go in there. He's like, I'm not leaving my post, man. Sorry. So my friend was like getting all loud, with the, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna argue with the bouncer. I, I don't care. So we go back into the the dime bar, watch some videos, we're having a good time. I'm about to leave. I, I leave, and another bouncer who works there, I go, hey man, you gotta watch my show, Living with Funny, that aired tonight. He goes, hey man, why don't you go next door with, with uh, Chappelle? I go, I, I, the guy won't let me in. The bouncer. He goes, he goes to the the uh, bus boy. He goes, hey man, take Adam in. So then we go in through the back, right? So Chappelle's on stage with John Mayer. And John Mayer is singing. Uh, John Mayer is playing the guitar, and Chappelle's singing. And there's like 120 people there, right? So they're singing, and like, and they're doing like Prince songs, talking about Prince. And they have this great harmonica player and this great drummer, and they're all singing. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, I'm like, am I stoned? Am I too? Is this really happening, right? Yeah, that's crazy. So then he's like, yeah, man. And Chappelle's doing, you know, this guy in like my band. He's one of Stevie. He he, he toured with Stevie Wonder. This and that. So everyone's cheering. The guy's amazing. Are those the same guys that uh, opened up the Chappelle Show guys? No, I don't think that was them. The Chappelle I, Show. It wasn't Chappelle them, but all of a sudden, show. right? Oh, man. All of a sudden, I'm back yeah. there. I'm in the back. 
And Stevie Wonder walks past me with like <laughs> like two people in the front, two behind, and Stevie Wonder. You like, were like on acid. What? You were like on acid or something. I swear this to God, it was at no a good trip. It was at No Name Bar, right? Did you wave to him? I did not wave to him like George <laughs> no, Bush did. I, I know, I got it. So so then Stevie Wonder g- goes on stage and starts jamming with John Mayer and Chappelle, and like and Stevie Wonder, they're, they're doing every, they're doing all Prince songs. Stevie's singing his song. Uh, they're doing Beatles. I want to hold your hand. They're singing. I can't get no satisfaction. This Are they sober? Jamming. It was went on for four hours, right? Oh, wow. Four hours. Then, right, all of a sudden, Nas shows up, right, and Nas is on stage rapping over. I guess him and he has one song where he kind of raps over an older song. I, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so Nas starts rapping over it. And then Nas sings One Love, right? So now I'm watching Nas, John Mayer, and Stevie Wonder all jam on stage. I'm just like... With Dave Chappelle. With Dave yeah. Chappelle. And Chappelle's hosting it. It's crazy. And there's no cameras. People are kind of filming it, but Chappelle's like personally telling people to put their camera away, right? Like, no cameras allowed. Chappelle's like, man, I just want this to be the story. I don't want everyone knowing. They're telling stories about Prince and how he met Prince at the White House and he performed for Obama and Obama knew Chappelle. Tells this crazy story about Gail King and Chappelle and how, how Gail King introduced uh, Chappelle to Obama. And he's like, and Gail King, who's Oprah's friend, was like, this is, this is my friend Dave Chappelle. And then Obama was like, you mean... Comedic genius, Dave Chappelle. And that, <laughs> and that really made Dave, when he said that, that was crazy. And then Kid from Kid and Play went up there. And he starts rapping wow. with them. Uh, it was just, it was a, this is uh, yesterday? Wait, wait. This is last night. Uh, it went on until 4 o'clock in the morning. I believe John Mayer. I believe, uh, <laughs> I believe Chappelle. But I do not believe that Kid from no, Kid, kid was No, kid, kid, kid was up there. He was, he, he was freestyling. Get out of here. He was freestyling. It, it was all jam session. There was no, like, there was no breaks between songs. It was like they were singing. Like, it went from the Fugees to like Nirvana, Teen Spirit. What was Dave smoking? Uh, I don't know. Dave, Dave looked like he was, this, he was definitely drinking. That's he, like that's like an MTV Party to Go CD Volume Twenty Five. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was it was Nirvana followed by followed by Stevie singing very superstitious. You know, followed by names on the wall. Yeah, he was singing that. He was singing like like that. People keep on dancing over that Yeah, he was. Crazy! They were singing, "I want to hold your hand," and then he started singing Fetty Wap. He, uh, yeah, I, baby. I swear to God, Stevie Wonder was singing. The, yeah, was singing the Fetty Wap song. I was just like, and then Mayer was singing, uh, "You used to call me on the cell phone." Like he was doing that, but but he was killing it. It was it was yeah. crazy. It was I was blown away. I got home at like five in the morning. I'm like, people were like, I'm like, I'm not leaving. I'm not, I'm, I'll, and if it was going on until now, I, I would have missed the podcast. <laughs> this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Don't leave. It was crazy. I can't believe Charlie Murphy wasn't there though. Oh uh, no, Charlie. Charlie Murphy. It was. It was Why nuts. Why didn't show up? It was nuts. So that, That's that, insane. So that was my night last night. How, how are you, Tyler? Um. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't even speak after that. We <laughs> no, went, are we it, done here today? Sh- All right. Hey, we hey, went hey, first. Listen, I can't. I can't top that. But I did take Henry to a children's museum, and I got him three caterpillars that are going to turn into butterflies. Oh, yeah. so that is life changing. There's that. You it's got insects that are changing. <laughs> Yo, it was my son's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to your son. How Happy old? birthday, Dream. How old is he? He is now two years old. Uh-oh. A menacing, challenging, tough two-year-old. Terrible twos. Well, they started like six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, man, we went to the aquarium. We got him some cake. Um, we had, I got him a new like little motorized. Well, my mom got him a new motorized motorcycle. So he was, he was geeked on that. 
He crashed it and then didn't want to get on again. So. No way, really? Yeah, he wrecked it. He looked oh, like a John out. Jones of little kids or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's definitely the John Jones of little kids right now. You know, he's he was eating all the sugar powder candy and stuff. Was, was, he, was he was he storing the sugar it. or no? Yeah, no. Yes. He, he was hyped up all day yesterday. He was so hyped up. The thing about it is he never wakes up before 10 o'clock. You know, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, that's when he wakes up. Yesterday, he woke up at 627. Wow. 627. I guess he knew it was his birthday. I don't know. But we kept him out of his room because wifey changed his whole room up. His whole room's now all Mickey Mouse bed, Mickey Mouse dresser. It was like, you know, everything before was white. And she took all the white stuff out, put it in the garage. And we brought in all his new Mickey Mouse stuff. It's like it's a red and blue and white room now. So, you know, it's like you open the door and you're going to be surprised, especially if you're a two-year-old. And yesterday, everything was white. Today, everything's Mickey Mouse out. We had all his gifts on there and. He had an absolute blast. It's on my Facebook. So, and how's training for you? Right now, I have a pinch nerve in my shoulder right now. So, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make sure that I can uh, be cool in life right now. How long are you out for? Uh, he said one week, one week and a half. So, not serious. Doing cardio? Or? Yeah, yeah, nothing serious. But How'd you get we the still don't, nerve? we still don't have a. I was, I was training, grappling and stuff. But we still was don't that have when a fight. You were hurting so. last week, you got that checked out when you came in here to record, and you were hurting. And you said you need to go see a doctor or yes. something like right here? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Look at this guy with the memory <laughs> trap of an elephant. I'm I'm also, I haven't say, seen you in a couple of weeks, man. You were looking beastly. I'm jacked. You were looking huge. I'm jacked. Yeah, you are looking pretty big, man. Yeah. I, got a, I actually got a question if I'm allowed to ask him sure. real quick. Did you watch that P- Patricio Pitbull fight? I mean, of course. Of course. I, I watch all the 35-pounders and the 55-pounders because if they get too small, they might get on my plate. And if they get too big, they might get on my plate. So I watch them all. I, I, you, none of you guys are going to surprise me. What did you think of Corrales going out like that? Just flying geese. <laughs> 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 now, what do you think of the MVP fight? What was that strategy? Run as far as you can into the guy's fist? I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, they love feeding him these guys that, you know, no one's seen. Where do they find these guys? Uh, same place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, seriously, I, but you know, some, I, he's got a tough one. Some people they give, they, yeah, he's got a tough one. Gonzalez, if yeah, that happens. Yeah. Some people they give a tough road. Some people. <laughs> They just let him go to the top. And CB, how are you? What's going on with you? I'm good. Um, I was actually just going to say there was this funny thing on Facebook about MVP. Somebody posted like the top 15 of Bellator lightweights or world lightweights. And they're like, and MVP has fought none of them. And it was like a reputable MMA page. They hadn't realized the fact that he fights at 170, not a lightweight. Yeah. But um, no, I'm good, man. No complaints. Taking care of the pups, watching a big ass house. And uh just living life, man. So it got announced today that UFC 200 will be John Jones versus Daniel Cormier, the rematch. Uh, that they announced that today on Good Morning America. They were all on Good Morning America. All the it was Frankie Edgar, uh, it was Paige Nisha Tate, Pans, Paige Van Zandt, uh, Chuck, Chuck Liddell, Chuck, Chuck Liddell. Jones. It was like, was Wyman on it too? Nope. No, no, he was on a different portion. Which okay. is, of course, where all the huge MMA news break. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're putting this out for a huge promotion, like anywhere they can. They also had the presser today, which was awesome. Yeah, they were now the parts I saw. Parts, of the, yeah, were. Uh, Daniel Cormier was saying that John Jones looked like a, felt like a bum last week. He barely beat OSB. Maybe that's why he wants it so soon. Like, oh, let's do it July 9th because I, I don't have time to get hurt and you don't have time to get better. You think so? I don't know. I mean, Greg Jackson supposedly said, no, no, I heard it in the corner, he said, enough with the weightlifting. They said he's getting tired. Yeah. He's got too much muscle mass. Yeah, well, that's and, what happens when you put on muscle. You got to oxygenate it. Yeah. So I, mean, you think it's, I think, I mean, 
For my John Jones is beating everyone so badly, aside for the Gus fight. Why would you want to put on thirty pounds of muscle? That just seems like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. At the same time, Jones is one of those guys where he has that addictive personality. Where he, if he does something, he's gonna, he's not gonna snort one line. He's gonna snort the whole bag. In fact, the whole kilo. <laughs> you know, he's not gonna lift once a week. He's gonna go and become a power lifter. It's, yes. He just has that. Especially if that's a new part of his game plan, though. I think sometimes guys think maybe what's, what's the – not that he's got a missing component. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's a phenomenal fighter. But maybe he thinks, you know – because he said uh, in an interview, I never really lifted heavy like this. And so maybe he thinks, well, this is going to be a new thing. It'll give me more power. And But, you know, with that power, maybe you're going to sacrifice some cardio or maybe you're going to sacrifice some of your speed. So um, I don't know. I mean – It seems like it never really works out that well for, like, guys – I mean – like Sean Shirk was gigantic, you know. Brock was enormous. I mean, but think of guys who have. But like Verdum doesn't have. He has like a dad bod type situation. <laughs> no, uh, and a lot of the guys when the TRT and the IV band left, you saw these these bodies just going away, and then their strength gets gets lesser, and everything else that comes with it. But can you think of one amazing? Well, GSP had a gr- had a great build, but didn't have that power lifting. It, it was sort of like a ripped. He's more of like a gymnast. He got a wrestler build. Who? GSP. GSP. Can you think of one guy where powerlifting, it's really paid off? I mean, Yoel Romero looks, look, I don't know if he does powerlift, but he has that. Yeah. You know, Hector has that, that they look enormous. Even, even Yoel's got the wrestler body. I mean, mm. well, to use Shirkin as, as an example, obviously this goes a little ways back, but like that dude lifted obviously heavy, but I remember watching a, like a UFC countdown one time where he was talking about how he did his training, doing like, he would do like uh, seven rounds because he would overtrain, like, and he would do you know circuit training and stuff like that. So he was always pushing cardio, and he would try to keep his heart rate. He said up at like one. He said he try to keep his heart rate at like one seventy for like what happened to shirt half an hour. Like, well, he wanted out. Father, Why do you want out? He wanted out for a long time. Um, after the BJ Penn fight, he kind of floated it back. I mean, he had the Evan Dunham fight, which was an amazing fight. I guess when the guy licks your blood, you're like, I'm out of this fucking he, you know Father what? Time is undefeated. He just, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't doing the things that he wanted to do. His career wasn't going the way it was. he wanted it to go anymore. I mean, he was former lightweight champ, but he got it revoked because he tested positive for steroids. So it wasn't going that way. He wanted to train people, kind of do his own thing. But about, I'd say probably about six months, a year ago, he was like, you know, I want to come back. I want to fight this guy. And there's certain times where you're just like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Yeah. So he, I don't know. He was, I love watching him fight. And he also, he had that kind of peekaboo boxing style where he mm-hmm. kept his guard like right here. I and mean, we don't see that. Like, I mean. Think about it, like not wanting the way your career is going. You're number two in the world. I mean, if you're number two in the world at anything, yeah. your career is going pretty good. I mean, you're the number two anything. That's what people don't realize. I'm like, why, like, why tip a fighter? Like, I'm like, these guys, like some of these even girls or guys, they're ranked number 11 in the world. If I was the 11th ranked comedian in the world, I'd be a multi, multi-millionaire. I, I would I would be killing like well, I mean, who's the number eleven comic in the world? I mean, you, you got to go like I don't know who. I mean, as far as money goes, uh, probably Jeff Dunham is probably makes the most money, right? I ben, think Russell Peters might be Russell top. Peters, uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, but then you got to get go like those sick Kevin Hart, those sick yeah, comic he's stars. He's like top five right now, though. What? Kevin Hart's like top five. Right I'm just now. going money wise. I'm not going like who I think is the funniest in the world. I'm yeah. going who's like if you had like monetary rankings. I don't obviously don't, I don't think Jeff Dunham is the funniest comic in the world. But I'm going money wise. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. But still, 
like uh, that we probably just listed a handful. If you were the number 11 guy, you would still be in the top 1%. David Spade. Yeah, I mean you'd, you definitely would be up there. You'd be the, but whereas you could be the number 11 ranked girl in the world like Tanya Evinger is and have seven hundred dollars in your bank account. Tanya's number nine. She was just doing construction, and she was doing day. construction last week. It's fucking. I mean, she's not. I mean, that's crazy. It is. I mean, there obviously you got to go with weight class. So you well. I mean, it, but it, still. But you can still. That's why I don't like the whole pound for pound list because how do you really tell that? That's that's a opening Pandora's box on its own. But with Shirk, you know, like. The guy was ultra talented, had the ability to be champion. One of, I think, only two 55 pounders that took down Matt Hughes. And he took him down multiple times when he was going for that title. But that goes back to the whole thing is like the whole giant physique, muscle mass thing. Is that the best thing for fighters? Hell no. Hell no. I mean, it shows you one, oxygen is not the best for those type of guys. Two, they lack flexibility. You know, when you're that jack and you can't wipe your own ass, it's. It's kind of a problem, especially if you're getting, you know, submissions or if you're trying to throw with speed. A lot of times when you're that muscular, you don't throw with speed. You know, a lot of guys don't throw with speed. Speaking like, of which, uh, we, 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 we used to be uh, sponsored by Dude Wipes, right? Yeah. And I, I was, I was using that. Dude Wipes for a while. You use Baby Wipes and you wipe or no? Yeah. You do? You don't, you don't use regular toilet paper? I mean, I do. I, mean, I, sure I got to get back to the Baby Wipes. That was fucking awesome. My ass never felt cleaner. Why did you? Why did you depart? Because I was getting free baby wipes. So I just went back to the toilet paper. <laughs> oh. so, like I don't know. I'm, I don't feel like going to a. It's kind of weird going and buying baby wipes when you don't have a baby. Well, I, who I'm knows like, that though? <laughs> you're not like you're only you're the only one in yeah you're the only one in your head like oh my god these guys are looking at me while I have baby wipes. I don't even know what section. I got plenty in. of use for baby wipes without a baby. Really? Like what? I mean, you can clean up a lot of stuff around your house without having to, you know, spray and do all this other stuff. Or you meals. Just, dude, baby wipes are like magic. You can clean anything. Do you anything. use them for your ass or no? I, I have them yeah. in the bathroom, yes. What do you yeah. think they're used and for in general? Dude, this is what I've always thought, too. Like, there's a difference between clean and, like, sanitary. Like, I don't know when, like, at what age people stop, like, wiping their ass, like, with... Ju- I, dude, you got to do the baby wipes. Because here's the thing. <laughs> if, you, if I came over to your house and say I threw up on your couch. Yeah. And then I just took some paper towels and, like, wiped it up. Right. We would both agree that that's not clean. Right. Why are you throwing up on my couch? I don't know. Maybe All I right. drank so, uh, too much. Go on. Or whatever. But, I mean, like, you got to get some... You got to get some cleaning, some uh, moisture, some, you know, something more than just paper. There was, a, there was this girl in my college who I hooked up with, actually. But before I hooked up with this other guy I hooked up with her, she was drunk. And she was giving him a blowjob, and she threw up all over his dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and clean it up. Uh, uh, thanks, there, CB. Uh, you, you, I'm sure you'd probably murder her or something. But, but now, what would you do? Like, like I would obviously like tell her to cl- I would I would clean it up. I'd put her to sleep. That would be the end of the hookup session. But could you continue to hook up with a girl after that? I think there's two ways that you could see that. And I know some guys would go, "Oh my god, this girl just threw up on my dick." And then some guys would go, "Oh my god, my dick's so big, I just gagged this chick." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But afterwards, with would you the death stare coming from Tyler for those? Who I'm not just sing. saying, there's two ways you could take that as a compliment or as a, a crazy. Bubba, you heard a girl throw up on your dick? No, I have not. But I know some people that I know some people who have had that happen to them. I guess after and that, they hit him with the old puke and rally. Are you good now? Are you are you straight? Are you you okay? What a gentleman! You got you got you got a clear stomach now, right? <laughs> so there was a girl one time in college 
that she was giving me a blowjob, and she's like, you know what, I'm going to do something freaky. She puts cream all over my dick, and starts blowing me, but the cream's not edible. And within 12 seconds, oh, wow. she's gagging on it. Was it, it like Luberderm or yeah, some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, some kind of like non-edible <laughs> cream. And then I had to like hold her head over the toilet while jerking off. I don't waste the cream, you know? No, I, but, <laughs> I was going to say you probably held her fucking hair back while you nailed her from behind, and she's throwing up. No, I did not do that, CB, you psycho. But no, I did not do that, but, but she did throw up. But it, it, that was crazy. And then there was a girl one time where... Uh, uh, like women, if you're listening to this, you don't have to get too freaky, okay? Your vagina's enough. You know, sometimes women think, like, they go out to these sex stores and they get these vibrating condoms or, or edible panties. It's just, it, it's enough. <laughs> just buy a fruit roll and it's call it a night. It's enough. Like, right. Like, this girl was like, she's like, okay, I'm going to put this condom on and, it, and it, had, it had, like, a, it attached to, like, this, I don't know, like, the, like a, there was a wire there and it was a vibrating condom. And she put it on my dick and then put it in her so that her vagina would like, it would, uh, which was great in theory, but I'm like, wait a minute, you didn't unwrap this. Did you use this on someone else? Like, I think I just put someone else's vibrating condom on my dick. Oh. She, she claims it was new, but I don't know. I, I, I couldn't get someone else's goo on me, you know? <laughs> Puppy, ever anybody's goo on you or no? <laughs> no? No, I don't do the whole goo thing. <laughs> you, you don't do goo at all? or? Yeah, I hear you. This conversation <laughs> went south quick. You know, anyway. John Jones to Sean Shirk to, to goo. Vomiting sex. To, yeah, to vomiting. strangers goo. The yeah. point is, get some baby wipes. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that is the point. Get some baby wipes. Uh, the other point is, John Jones is going to beat that ass July 9th. You think so? Oh, fuck yeah. And I wanted to say, there is, John has a great reason. You can't tell if it's 100% the reason that, it, that he fought that way, but... He had a fucked up week leading up to that fight. His mom had her leg amputated. Damn. That'll fuck you up. Yeah. I don't care who you are. That'll fuck you up. Right. And for DC, oh, you look like a bum, and you fought Owen St. Prue, you look like a bum. Okay. Well, this bum just whooped your ass last time. Well, you know what? DC, I like DC. He's not good at smack talking at all. He's, no, he's terrible at, all. at it. Uh, and the thing is, like, he's like, okay, he keeps calling him junkie. Okay, junkie. Which I'm sure it gets to the point, but at the same time, there is a pro, especially in the U.S., there's a huge drug epidemic in the U.S. And sometimes being a drug addict or, you know, is not necessarily the person's fault. It's, you have to take responsibility for your own problems. But calling someone a junkie, someone could have drug problems. And it's not making you look good by calling someone else a junkie. It's just, it's just not, it's, it's not endearing. And a lot of people know people with drug problems or they've had drug problems in the past. It's, and just calling someone a junkie, there's just better things to say about them. You call them a, I don't know, you can call them a hit and runner. Or uh, you can call them an <laughs> asshole. Or you can call them a coward for running away from the scene of an accident. Or you can call them a douchebag. But calling them a junkie is not the best thing to say. If I was his shit-talking coach, I would say, junkie, take it out of the vernacular. Yeah. Uh, you would also have to throw out the whole hit and runner. Hit and runner is pretty good. Because, <laughs> come on, hit and runner? Shut up, John, you you freaking hit and runner. That, you would laugh. If you heard him say that, everyone would laugh in the crowd. You know what I think would be a good idea? What's that? And this could bring comedy into MMA. 
You get good comics like you guys oh, come in there and write material for these guys to go to the presser. I've done it before. I've done it before. It would be funny because would Cormier would have shit to say. I've no, done it like, before for big comics, for no, big would, fighters. Yeah. Fighters have called me up and uh, hit me up and said, hey, give me some jokes to say about my opponent. And that I've would be it. fucking hilarious. But they would yeah. mess it up, though. A lot of times they would be like, oh, man, I, I messed the punchline. I was supposed <laughs> to say this first and yeah. then I'm supposed to close with that. And they would just mess it all up, especially if you're really, really emotionally invested you're like well you and then you just smash that joke you don't even get <laughs> it off clean red. you gotta be relaxed and you gotta practice in the mirror and all that good shit Comedy. meanwhile so I'm on this I'm filming this show next week for MTV and I have to tell stories which is hard for me because I'm a joke teller there's like joke tellers and the storytellers uh, so I've, I've I've been working on stories and it's been good for me it's a good challenge but it's damn it's, I've, it took me like I've been turning my jokes into stories and connecting them and this and that and it's it's a it's an interesting thing. It's it's good because you 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 stay Tyler. You like stay in the in the story yeah. in some ways, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not some of the tricks or some of the ways to engage the crowd. I've had to kind of re retool it. It's a different skill set, man. Because the stories you got to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. You got to yeah. have an arc. You got to have punches throughout to keep yeah. people engaged. It's tough, man. But yeah, I like uh, it though. Yeah, I'm a storyteller personally. Really? Whenever I tell, like you know, whenever I get my boys around, we tell jokes and stuff like that. I'll, I'll take them through a, through a story, a maze, <laughs> a maze of stories. Where at the end, I drop the climax on them, and they're like, "Bubba Jay's the best ever." See that? <laughs> oh, that, oh, that, <laughs> nobody says that. That's the thing for a good for a good comedy story. It's got to have a good, uh, uh, like I said, a beginning, middle, end, and, and you got to have a good button at the end. Yes. It's got to be a big, strong punch. And um, sometimes, like you get these great real life stories, like this story that you just told about this night with Dave Chappelle and John Mayer. That's insane, dude. Yeah, insane. But what's the how do you you know what's the and big then part? he walked away with one sock on and that was that and everyone's like oh <laughs> shit he dropped away with one sock oh my god <laughs> yeah no I didn't have one a, sock that, that was not a, that's not a, that's not a comedic story I mean the comedic story would be like uh, it was a great best night ever or maybe I just smoked too good of weed and, and none of it happened or something you know or that, that didn't wasn't a great crunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hear you. No, but that's what I'm saying. In real life, a lot of times stories don't wrap up. With oh, I know. And so go, I gotta, guess you had to be there. You got to exaggerate, yeah. or you got to <laughs> add. You got to add something to it. You got to exaggerate a little bit. But I mean, that's a that's a crazy story. Oh, if it's you nuts. could find a nice button for it, dude, that'd be uh, a really cool thing. Cause it's that's crazy. It was crazy. Funny. It was it was nuts. Uh, I had the most amazing time, and I liked that there was no cameras. It kind of first of all, I hate going to a show. And having sitting on like standing and watching the show and have everybody in front of me with their fucking phones on because it makes them five times taller with their fucking arm extension. And I'm not the the tallest guy in the world. So now I really have to like, you know, find a good spot to see it. And second of all, or it's like like you're watching a bootleg concert. You're not even there all of a sudden because you all you see is the fucking phone taking video. Well, we get we get so used to the screen and I see people all the time doing that where they're watching. It's like with kids too, man. I don't videotape my kid that much because, I mean, I want to have videos and pictures of him, but I also want to experience it for myself while it's happening. If he's riding his bike or something like that, it's like you see these people just watching their life through their screen, and we're so used to that, man. But also, I mean, look, a part of me wanted to, like, I knew if I would have took a a video of, (laughs) you know, Stevie Wonder, John Mayer, and Nas, and Dave Spall on stage, I would have got a shit ton of likes on Instagram. Don't forget Kid and Play. uh, And Kid and Play. (laughs) I would have got a shit, but at the same time, so what? You know, like, is that worth ruining my own experience to be there? 
well, it's like everything we do now is is for the approval of others. I was just Pixar about to say didn't that. happen, bro. Like Facebook or Twitter, or whatever. People post these videos, and they're more concerned with what everyone else thinks of their experience than them actually being there and being like being able to even tell a story. Like you meet up with your friends, and you're like, "Guess where I was last night?" You're never gonna believe it. I saw it on Facebook. Next, I know. Uh, well. Fuck you then. All right. I know. But it was crazy. I'm not going to lie. And, and then, of course it was. And I, you know what? I actually, and then I went on Twitter and I, I, I like tried to see if anybody had video of it. And then there were people with videos. People were actually posting videos. You know, there were people. Of course they were. But, I, but, but and a part of me wanted to do it. But then I'm like, you know what? Even if I do post a video, it, Dave Chappelle's going to know exactly who posted the video. That's, <laughs> another, like, that's another thing is I was going to say. You were actually personally invited yeah. By Dave. So it's like, uh, I just saw some dude post on uh, Facebook about, like, you know, when guys, like, comedians will do a show at the comedy store or something like that, or, or Laugh Factory or wherever, and they do a show with, say they do a show with Dave Chappelle, and then they'll post a picture and try to be, like, nonchalant, like, oh, me and Dave hanging out at the comedy store. And it's like, dude, you're fanboying out, yeah. and you want everyone to think that you're just, like, kicking it with, you know, so and so. That's like, what I do on my Tuesday nights. <laughs> hang out with Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, that's Stevie Wonder on my piano. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. Dude, it was crazy though. It was crazy watching Stevie Wonder because he, he goes on stage and he's looking at the band and then someone had to like turn him around to face the audience, <laughs> you know? And I shouldldn't be laughing right, right now. Right, no, but and I'm pretty sure he knew which way the audience was. I, I'm sure I'm but but it was still kind of like Yeah, I mean there's the quiet people and then there's <laughs> yeah. the band. But, the same, but I'm also like it's just funny yeah. watching them turn him. But Stevie Wonder man, he he didn't miss it. He he was he loved it. He kept le- doing like three songs, leaving, coming back, doing four more songs, leaving. It's like he just couldn't get enough. Yo, if it, I was Stevie Wonder, I would always be getting high. Be I'd be high as hell. No one would know. You think he was care. stepping out to smoke weed? I mean, that, that's probably, initially what came to my head. He's probably yeah. stepping out to check on his kids. <laughs> he's got like 30 kids. Right? Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, Stevie Wonder so is, is putting it down. Is the same woman or different? No. Oh, really? He's the only good father. Does he think it's the same woman? I mean, that would be like, hey, listen, I don't, I shouldn't pay child support on this one. I thought it was the same. I, I thought it was yeah, my To wife. an extent, can he always play the denial card then? Like, yeah. how the fuck am I supposed to know? I can't fucking see he, him. Yeah, he may really. have a heightened sense of taste and smell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, listen, her vagina tastes exactly the same as this one. I would love to be on trial for that one. Be on the jury. Uh, I'd love to taste both those vaginas. Yeah, he's right. Stevie's got a point. <laughs> Not guilty. Uh, I love eating a vagina. You, you still eat your wife's vagina or no? Uh, dodgeball. <laughs> what, do I still yeah. eat Bubba's wife's vagina? Yeah, no. <laughs> you still eat what, your wife's vagina? Uh, yes. How long till after the kid comes out? I mean, is there like a, like a, like, like, do you, do you have to give it like a couple of weeks after the kid comes? Because that's some pretty nasty shit that comes out of there. Is, is it, I well, mean, we I, had, we had, had nature. Placenta? We had, no, <laughs> no, we had surgery, so she didn't, dream didn't come out. Oh, is that why? Because you wanted to keep eating her? No, no, that's not why. But it it was a plus afterwards. (laughs) You know, after it was like, yeah, not right now. You didn't ruin things for me, bro. (laughs) You would? No, he he probably would. I mean, he's an eight pound baby, but no, he didn't ruin things for me at all. All right, right. things came out with singlet on. Yes, Tyler. How 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 long did you you wait after you had the kid to go back down there? Dodgeball. Really? (laughs) Come on. Hey, good call, Tyler. Listen. uh, Speaking of vaginas, we're gonna call Patrick Cote right now. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna call Patrick Cote uh, right now. (laughs) 
He, uh, I think he just got married. I'm pretty sure he just got married or he just got engaged. Uh, he's got a big fight coming up against Donald Cerrone. It might be one of the biggest fights of his career. I mean, if he beats Donald Cerrone, he's right back in the top five. Mm, Donald Cerrone's not 170, so that negates a little bit of that. Well, he's had, he's had some big fights. I mean, obviously, Anderson Silva. Silva, was, yeah, Tito but, Ortiz. But, but for where he's at on this current uh, kind of it's resurgence. Big, it's Maine. Yeah. Hello. Hey, is this Patrick Cote? Yes. How are you, man? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, CB Gold, Tyler Bowe. How are you, buddy? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, good, good. good. Now, did you just get married or engaged, or what happened? Oh, engaged, engaged, yeah. I did uh, engage when uh, we went to uh, our Hawaii uh, trips, and uh, right in front of the, the Jurassic Falls uh, from the movie, so... Nice. I put the yeah, I, I put the the, the engagement main uh, the asking uh, uh married on under the level so that, that that was cool. <laughs> well, congratulations. Is that because you were around yeah. during the dinosaur age, so you wanted to see like is that why or? Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my, my my wife is pregnant now, so that was just part of the. It is what it is. Nice. You know, it's good. It's cool. Congra- well, congratulations, man. Yeah, you, Thanks, man. You deserve nothing but the best. You got a big fight coming up against Donald Cerrone in, uh, in Ottawa, right? Exactly. Yeah, June 18. Now, is, it, now is, that, is that where you're from, Ottawa? No, I'm in Montreal right now. It's like two hours drive, so it's not that far. It's, gonna have a, it's already sold out, too, so it's going to have a lot of people from here. Nice. I mean, they're all going to be rooting for you. Uh, you're going to have the hometown. Now, Donald Cerrone recently said after he beats you, uh, then he wanted to fight against Con- against Conor McGregor, right? Or no, against Nate Diaz. And to which you said, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, motherfucker. Uh, uh, you're not beating me, correct? Correct. You know, he's coming to my own turf, man. He's, he's the fan favorite normally, but he's not going to be fan favorite for this one. Uh, this is my crowd. This is my people here, and uh, you know what? I props to him to come in, in in my in my country. I'm like 17 and one here, so props to him to come here and uh, trying to to beat me. But uh, you know what? He, this is a good good uh, style for me. I, I like him as a fighter, uh, and uh, as as a person, I think he's a little bit uh, cocky. He's a little bit over his head a little bit. But uh, you know what? It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun fight for the crowd. It's, I can't wait, man, and it's, it's great, man. It's great that you have this, like, resurgence. How many fights have, have, uh, have you had? Uh, right now, I've, um, I have 19 fights in the UFC. It's got to be my, my 28th fight in, in the UFC, yeah. So 20th in the UFC, but how many in general? In general, it's uh, thir- uh, 30, 32. You've had 32 fights. You've never yeah. been knocked down. Uh, have, you ever, no. have you ever been hurt? Uh yeah, every time. But I've never been rocked. <laughs> you never seriously. You've never been rocked in thirty-two fights. What is the secret to net? Because Bubba uh, Jenkins uh, has been rocked in every one of his fights. Uh, <laughs> and um, so, what is, is it? What is the secret to never being rocked in a fight? I uh, man, I have no idea. I'm, I think I'm just lucky, man. And uh, I hope uh, I'm gonna finish my career like that. Uh, it's good. It's good to it's good to know that uh, I can take a punch, so I can go there and not being scared of exchange toe to toe. But you know, with age and all those things, experience you learn how about uh, you know fighting differently. You know, I I don't need to go there and just make a war. And uh, you know, I already made my name with this sport, so I don't need to to go there and get 
all buffed up after the fight. You know, I fight more smart now, and uh, that's the thing. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just lucky, man. I think you, you can train that. You know, I can go to the gym and ask my training partner, come on, punch in my face. I want to have a good chin. That's not, <laughs> not working like that. You know, I, I, I wish, but it's not working like that. That's amazing. Now, um, you're a, you're a black belt in jiu-jitsu, right? Black belt. Yes, under uh, Fabio Landa BTT. Yes, and you also have extreme power. It seems like you're going to have the advantage in power in the fight. He may have the advantage in speed. How are, how are you working on that? Oh, yeah, it's maybe you know I, I box with some professional boxer and uh, some some world champion in boxing. So you know the speed. It's uh, I don't know, man. It's I'm, I think I'm 170. I'm pretty fast, and uh, I still have power. So. I've, I've, I'm not worried about about his speed. His speed. Uh, he's he's very uh, he's very creative in his uh, in his offense. You know, he has a good combination with kicks and punch. But at the end of the day, when he's going backward, he's he's very he's not very he's not very good. So the thing is, I'm just gonna have to put pressure on him. He's a slow starter, and uh, he crumbled under the pressure. So that's that's the thing. I'm not hiding my game plan. I'm not hiding anything. We're both veteran. We know each other very well. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to put pressure and finish the fight. That's it. I can't wait for this fight. I mean, it's unbelievable. Now, you were you were married, and then you got divorced, and now you're engaged again. <laughs> Does your ex-wife, has she been seeing any of the pictures that you've been put up with your new wife? No. I've never been married before. No, come <laughs> on. Been married before. Right. Married, I've, been, I've been in a long relationship before, but never been married uh, that's the first time. Uh, that's the first time I'm engaged, and uh, that's the first time I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna gonna marry the girl. So I don't know. I don't know where you you took that story, but uh, yeah, you're right. I've been in a long relationship before. Now, does your ex girlfriend does she make comments on Facebook like when you say I'm engaged? Does like she like it? And then you're like. No, oh. No, not really. Actually, uh, I blocked her, so she can't see anything about about my new life right now. I didn't take it any chance. That's a good move. That's a good move. <laughs> now, that's a very good move. Now, what do you think of the whole Conor McGregor thing? What happened? Conor saying he retired, and then he's not retired, and I'm on the card, and he's not on the card. What's what's your thoughts on all this? Man, that, that was that was weird, man. I think he I think he tried to bluff the wrong guy. Actually, the thing is. Uh, he tried to bluff a little bit the UFC and the UFC. I, I, it's good because the UFC t- stick to their plan and they say, no, you're not going to be on that card. And, you know, that would be very, very bad for the company if they make an exception for only one guy. But Connor know, know that he has power. Uh, he has a, a, a lot of leverage in this game. And he tried to, until the end to be on that card, even if he said that he would be uh, retired, all those things. Uh, but, I don't know, man. I think he lost a little bit of, you know, the, uh, not fans, but, you know, sympathy about the fans, about what he's doing. He looks like a spoiled kid like that right now. So, so that's the thing. But, hey, he brought a lot of media. He brought a lot of money. But he was very happy to go to all the morning show and TV show, radio show when he was winning. And now he lost it. He doesn't want to do it anymore. So it's not like that. It's not working like that. This is uh, this is the business. You have to take care of you. This is uh, you have to take care of the promotion. This is this is why he brought. This is why he got one million in in pain last fight. Yes, he did a good performance, but he he brought a lot of people watching him because 
his personal health did because he was going everywhere. And now he said he's not paying for doing promotion. Come on, man. This is this is stupid. Yeah, no, and it's also like it's also, I think it's disrespectful to his own fans who were planning on going to Vegas that weekend and all the guys that wanted to see him fight. People probably took off that week. They wanted to come see him. And now it's, he's just like, I, you know what? Now he, you're right. He comes across as a, as a spoiled brat. And, uh, yeah, I know, I know a lot of people, they're, they're not going to Vegas anymore. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, you know UFC 200 is going to be sold out, but, uh, there's a lot of people that are very, very angry about, about the situation. And, it's it's kind of it's not the same, you know. Jones and Cormier, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of trash talk. It's gonna be a very good hype around that, but it's not the same, you know. It's not the same story about about Diaz and McGregor. Right, right. Now, what do you think about Jones Cormier? Who do you think wins that fight? Uh, as long as I'm not a big fan of Jones, I have to go with him. He's he's a super athlete, man. He's he's a well-rounded fighter. He's super good. And uh, I think his last fight it was just ring rust, man. Ring rust exists. It happens everybody. Even if you think you are over that, it's going to hit you like a truck when the bell rings, and it's, it's bad, man. And uh, we saw we saw him. It was, uh, he, there, was, there was a lot of ring rust on that fight. So, uh, and he was lucky that I was against St. Drew. You know, no disrespect to, to St. Drew, but I really think that uh, if that would be coming in front of him, he might maybe lose that fight, but we'll see. You never know. You know that the 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 story between between Carmine and him is it's very different. So he's gonna fight differently and uh it's gonna, it's gonna be good, you know you can't have better than that if you don't have McGregor as a main event. It's showing in Carmine the revenge. It's it's, uh, it's an awesome fight. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I wonder if they're gonna have another brawl during one of their press conferences because that seems to sell a lot of tickets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that happened at that time. <laughs> now, um, now, Patrick, uh, you and GSP really good friends. Has he said anything to you? Not really. Uh, you know, we, we used to be good friends. Now we know each other. It's very different. Really? Uh, we're not. Yeah, we're not. We're not close like we we used to be. But, but what happened? Okay, is, it, is it because you date white girls? Uh, me? Oh, I don't like that. We never. We, we never fought for a girl, so I trust oh, okay. you. This is right. uh, we're not on uh, we're not on the same range. Okay, uh, but uh, <laughs> that's cool. But uh, I don't know. He's a, you know he's living his uh, it's very very difficult to, to follow his, his lifestyle first uh, if you want to because this guy he's, he's a freaking superstar. He's a millionaire, so that's the thing that you know I live pretty well and all those things. But I like to stay home. I like to throw parties at my house and not going going out and just going out for going out so that's the thing but uh, I spoke to him last week and uh, he said I was still in good shape and uh, he was watching Dina's movie and all those things so that's uh, it's good for him man he's, he's a happy guy and uh, he's doing all this uh, TV shows about dinosaur and uh, that's that's kind of weird but uh, <laughs> hey he's just enjoying life man now now Bubba Jenkins is 11 and 2 uh, but he's having trouble. He's in Bellator, but they're not, they're not giving him fights. He, he he wants to fight the top guys, but it just seems like they are just ignoring him because because they think he's a boring wrestler. Uh, what advice would you give for Bubba Jenkins? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Just he looks like that social media now has worked pretty well. So go on Twitter, on Facebook, and you try to 
challenge everybody and say that everybody's a pussy. So it looks like it's, he's working like that now. He's going to fight. You have to you have to choose something on trash talk somewhere to uh, to make reaction. So that's. That's the thing, I think so. Bubba, you like If that's the only route, then I have no options. Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't feel like I, I, I should do that. I don't want to do that because that's not really who I am. I, I really only talk tra- talk trash to the people who started. You know, for me to pick someone out and then, you know, start talking trash about them is a little bit hard for me to do because that's not who I am as a re- I, I'm always going to be real. So to get online and be like, hey, you over there, Pitbull, uh, you know, yeah, you. <laughs> you know, just start talking trash. I gotta have a reason, you know. And other than you know, I want to fight them. Everybody knows that the top guys want to fight the top guys, for the most part. There are some guys who want to duck and hide and, and you know do that, but the tough guys want to fight the tough guys. Period. There's no question about that. So when that's obvious, that that goes without saying. So when you don't have the opportunity to do that, you know it's frustrating for a tough guy and a fighter like myself. So all we gotta do is, you know. Make somebody talk trash. You want to see me? Come see me. If you don't, you know, keep hiding. But eventually, they got to come my way. So, I, you know, I'm just gonna be patient and work on my craft. So, when the opportunity presents itself, you know, I can be Patrick Cote. Do you have any questions for Patrick Cote, Bubba? Nah, man. Um, I'm a oh. big fan of him. Go ahead, Tyler. Oh, in the uh, in the topic of trash talk, I want to hear Patrick. Uh, I want you to talk a little trash to Cowboy in French. In French, yeah. What would you, what would you say uh, yeah, to Cowboy? I'm just, you know, if I really, really want to piss a cowboy, I'm going to tell him that I'm eating horse meat every morning. You're That's eat- what I'm doing, man. You're eating horses? So oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> here, here in, the, in Canada, it's legal. Just like you guys, it's not, the, not like illegal <laughs> you, in the U.S. Have you been in hanging Canada, out with Overeem? Sorry. Have you been hanging out with Overeem? No, no, never, never. But uh, you know, I'm. I'm 100% sure I'm not going to get boosted because of the horse meat. You know, I'm pretty sure of that. I'm, it's not going to be like June if something happens. Trust me. This is impossible. Wait, you're but, really uh, eating horse meat every morning? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, it's pretty common. It's, uh, it's very lean. There's bison in, in horse. It's very, very uh, lean, uh, lean meat. But it looks like you guys in the U.S., you're freak about it. It's, uh, it's kind of a big, uh, big thing. But here in Canada... Horses is America, bro. So if you beat Cowboy, if you beat Cowboy, know, are you going to... You guys, you guys look like that. I know that, but it, it is what it is. So if you beat Cowboy, are you going to eat his horse? No, 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 no. No, I can't die, no. no. Oh, come on. That would be great. But listen, Cowboy, I'm, I'm going to beat you up and eat your horse. That would be fucking... No one's ever said that before in a, in a fight. I think that would be a good, yeah, I, good, good shit talk. Does, does he have a horse? Does he have horses? I, of right. course he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's cowboy, bro. He's cowboy. He's a cowboy. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. Sometimes yeah. it's just a, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not to- stalking him. I'm, I don't know what he, what he has. I know he has a lot of toys. That's the only thing I know about him. To be to be fair, we probably eat uh, Canadian goose down here. So, and that's, <laughs> that's your official bird. Dude, so, Can- sorry. Dude, meanwhile, yeah. Canadian chicks are the best. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I did shows in Edmonton and Calgary. Are you- and before I had a girlfriend, I'm a loyal guy now. That was that was that was <laughs> a, that was a great go-to place to pick up chicks. Canadian girls, they're just fun. They, 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 they—they're not. They have no. Even the hot ones are super sweet. They're super cool. They're down for for almost anything. And they're just—they're just very liberal, hot, beautiful women, right, Patrick? Exactly, man. Super beautiful woman. Uh, very easy to to talk. 
they're, they're, they want to meet people. They want to have fun. They want to party all the time. Yeah, they put and, out, uh, too. Super, everybody's super nice. Uh, especially in Montreal here, everybody's super nice. You go out and uh, you try, you go to try to to, uh, to talk to a girl and she's, she's not going to slap you or something like that. She's going she's gonna to dance with you. She's going to talk to you. Yeah, no, I love it. So if I, if I went up to a Canadian girl and I was like, how are you doing? Uh, I know this great little horse restaurant around the corner. <laughs> That'll work. She, no, Canadian girls, they're not the brightest, too. Like, hand jobs, <laughs> hand jobs are like blowjobs to them, right? I mean, they pretty much, they just go right because, because of the whole uh, exchange, rate. exchange rates. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 third base is like anal in, in, in like, Canada. Am I, am I right, Patrick? It's the thing where you are. If you go to Ontario, you not even go to the third base. It's very boring over there. So if you come here in Montreal, you're probably going to hit home runs. Oh, yeah. Yes. just Oh, it's, it's great. It's good. They, don't, they just skip finger banging. They go, they go right to... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great... Bubba, you would, honestly... If you thought ASU girls were easy, Canadian... <laughs> and there's, not many, there's like three black people in Canada. <laughs> you would... I've been national treasure in you Montreal. You would, man. You'd be one of... It would be you, uh, Antonio McGee. Isn't he Canadian? Yeah. Yep. And then uh, who, who, and then Gary Goodrich, Drake. You'd be the only and Drake. Like, <laughs> well, like Drake sort is of. Drake's half black. So yeah, you would you would do you would kill it in Canada, man. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you. I'm yeah. telling. Well, listen, Patrick. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, thank you so much. Look forward to your fight. Uh, thanks for everything, brother. Thank you, guys. And uh, I hope gonna see. I'm gonna be on the inter- international fight week in uh, July. So. Oh, if nice. you're there, let's, uh, let's do something. I would love that, man. I, yeah, I got a show at the Stratosphere all weekend, International Fight League. So come to a show, my treat. We'll hang out afterwards. Drinks on me. All right. So, sounds good. Take care. Canadians are good people. You ever been to Canada? No, I've never been to Canada. Really? Nope. Nope. Um, when I was when we were wrestling at... Um, I was at the OTC in Colorado and getting ready for Junior Worlds, and uh, the Canadian team came to the to the OT to the training center for us to you know kind of have a scrimmage with. They have great uh, wrestling there. It was it was not a good show for them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, they, it no, was they, not a good they, show getting, for them. I actually, I, I was at a tournament when I was in a. In eighth grade, I went to uh, a wrestling camp at BU. Uh, Carl Adams, you know Carl Adams? Nope. He's the coach at Boston University, and it was the big tournament at the end. And I went up against this kid in, in like from Canada, and he would have beat me, but he but it was like it was a free, He was doing freestyle, so he was getting no points. From, he, was getting, <laughs> he was just throwing your ass around. Yeah, he was, like, I ended up beating him like four to three. Freestyle, he won like seventeen to two or something. You know, <laughs> but he just, he just kept t- like like. Like doing like barrel rolling, you know, like, uh, like through, but not getting, yeah. not holding me on my back. We had this kid on our team that did uh, did Greco in the off season, and when we wrestled, like, you know, this is in high school, and he uh, he just, you're like, dude, you can tack the legs, you can do trips, shoot a double, <laughs> shoot a double, bro, uh, upper body, <laughs> yeah, just all trying to do Greco, and you're like, no, usually when you um do, uh, usually when you have guys on the show, yeah, I usually have some kind of relationship with them. I've seen them talk to him once or twice or something. I've never, you know, ever even ran into Kote and, you know, for him to try to give me advice, that was pretty cool. Oh, but, he's the best. Yeah, he's, he's a, a cool super guy. nice guy. But, but he's interesting though, but the whole shit talking, that's not your style. And I, I mean, people get me wrong. They're like, oh, you should talk all the time. I do, but usually something has sparked me. I don't just wake up one morning and look look at the land and say, who is just kind of mining their about own business? What was your tweet about Bellator? Was that 
Henderson, Hendo, Bendo lose, losing. You said I didn't tweet anything about Bellator. You said you said guys don't fuck around in Bellator or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that wasn't really towards him. That was just in general. Like it was right when he lost. People <laughs> think people think that you know Bellator is you know this game that can be played. You can go to Bellator and fight at whatever weight because you know guys over there aren't the toughest. Listen, you locked that cage and went and went one of the top Bellator guys. And it's no different from being in any other organization. So it was redirected to Bendo, going up to 170 and fighting that guy. I can either confirm, really, <laughs> oh, or, come on. or deny. You're I'm not a, being I'm honest a, right I'm now? A, I'm a Benson Henderson fan, so, so I can't still, say that I was talking shit to him. But it was right when he lost. The second he lost, you made the tweet. Nah, definitely not, because I had to record it. I didn't even watch it last. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but, but what I will say is, is it isn't, you know, it's, it's not like... We're play league, you know. Oh, it's the UFC and it's there. Like you were saying, there are a lot of guys in the UFC that can't compete with the guys in the Bellator, and there's a lot of guys in Bellator that couldn't sniff the jockstrap of guys in UFC. But because the organization is the UFC, and some people would think MMA is UFC, people forget that if you're a professional fighter in any of the big organizations, you can count any of them. There will be some severe ass beating going on, regardless of the transition of the top five guys in Bellator. Uh, in what 135, 145, and 55 would do very well in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and it, I, I even think they could even be champion. I think, I think, I think you would do very well. I think Caldwell, I would love to see him against Dominic Cruz. I would love uh, to see, I would love to see Caldwell versus uh, Aljamain Sterling. That would be a fun fight to watch. It'd be a great fight. Ultimate's got to get past Caraway. Caraway yeah. is no joke. Yeah, uh, I know. And he's been talking a lot of shit about Brian Caraway. And even though Caraway, you look at experience, is that over like uh, 50 fights or something? How many fights has he had, TB? That was another thing about Cote. He had a lot of fights, and you're talking about. So how are you trying to get past the speed? You know, this ain't the first fight he was outsped in. You know what I mean? Well, but, like, he's going to one, but he's going to 170, and he's fighting a guy that's a 55 pounder. Hey, oh, so he's that, seen it all and done it all. About? Seen it all and done it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Caraway. Yeah, no, but I'm saying Caraway. He 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 crossed off the po- the poster <laughs> of Brian Carey and put Mrs. Cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna be there for that fight. That's that's probably, in my opinion, my favorite one of my favorite fights that's on that card. And that card is stacked. What card is that? Stacked. That's the Hannah Burrell, Jeremy Stevens, Thomas Almeida, Cody Garbrandt, Jessica I, Sarah McMahon, Al Jermaine, and Caraway. Um, there is that card is stacked. It's a for young, a fight it's a young up and coming card too. It's a, I like that because all those guys. Are all except for I mean I mean some of the girls are they've been around but they're still contenders. Uh, there's no there's no there's no fight on that card that you just mentioned where you're like, okay it's it's got it's guys that are not gonna it's not Diego Sanchez versus Jim Miller who are amazing fighters but who are probably not gonna get the next title shot. Yeah. Uh, Cody Garbrandt is right there. Almeida is right there. Yeah, Tarek Safety Sterling and is right there. there. Yeah, they're, they're, they're more veterans. Your boy Chris Camozzi's on there. I love Chris. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of matchups on that car that's going to like separate some guys from the pack of who's going up and who's... <laughs> but I'm telling you, people are counting out uh, Brian Caraway in this Aljamain fight. And while I do think, like we said, Aljamain is the more talented fighter, experience is a bitch, man. And when you, you, Brian Caraway has seen... Has seen some great, he's been in some great fights. You look at the level of opposition, Caraway versus uh, Caraway has seen an Aljamain Sterling before. Aljamain Sterling has not seen a Caraway before. Yeah, yeah, and Car- it, it depends on what. It's all mental with Brian Caraway. Brian Caraway is one of those dudes that he could either. It's like with Ellenberger. 
You know, on the right day. That's a lot of guys, man. A lot of a lot of people you don't understand that they can have all the physical attributes that you need to be a champion, and if between their ears is the weakest muscle, they they won't they won't they won't succeed. There's so many people that are head cases. Look at and it even over if they the do weekend. succeed, John Jones lost his fucking title. Not anything he did in the cage. Mike Tyson. Uh, look at Mike Tyson, and people say, "Well, Mike Tyson was the best ever." Maybe could have been the best ever. There may be a month where Tyson, when he, when it, when Tyson was like a month where he could have beaten anybody, but over a long period of time, he couldn't sustain it. It's really hard to do when all of a sudden you're the you're the top dog. Uh, Ronda Rousey, by the way, made did some interview. Uh, tell us, CB, what happened. Um, it's it's. I saw it on the underground. Why'd you have to roll your eyes to get started for that? Because it's it's a little kind of like the victim card again, in my opinion. Like, yeah, I, I wanted to be the one that was like unstoppable and that everybody's looking at, and like that person that could do anything. And now I can't be that person anymore, so I have to go back and just be the person that I am and accept that I'm not perfect. Or I'm it not was very. Someone called her lifetime Rhonda. It's, uh, it's a little was, whiny. And, uh, you know, Ronda Rousey. She's still p- the greatest female 135-er ever. A legend. Uh, I, I don't understand. Amazing. She lost one fight. Everybody loses. But it's, and, it's, and that's the thing. It's not how hard you get hit. It's how you hard you can take a hit and that's keep pushing. Right, Rocky. Like in Rocky. That's what <laughs> that's he said. right, Rocky. You know how many times I tell that to myself during a day? Every day, I'm like, like, you put oh, of all the car accidents. That's a, that's a great speech. It's great movie. because oh of all the shit that I'm like, oh, I didn't get this, I didn't get that, oh, I got that, I didn't get this. As a comic, it's not like it's not about getting hit. People tell me, oh, I want to be a comic. Well, how how comfortable are you with failing? Because that's what you're going to do <laughs> for a long time, you loser. On a nightly basis. <laughs> or you set your expectations really high and you can't meet them for a long time. Well, that, but also every 10 jokes you write, seven are not going to work. Which means that you have to be on stage eating your dick <laughs> seven out of ten times. <laughs> I'd and, like to see that. And sometimes, not really, but. and sometimes ten out of ten aren't going to work. And then you have to fucking bomb and but it's bomb. Experience. Of course it's experience. There's, there's but, a- but I'm on TV last night. TV. I'm on TV and I'm running a show. I can't watch my show and I'm outside going, hey, want to come see my fucking comedy show to get people to, into a fucking room while I'm on the fucking TV. You, like, that's so there you go if you don't want to see the comedy you can watch me on TV now get your fucking ass in here thanks TV I, I, I'm going to make you the door guy I'll okay, do it but, but, I'll but get I, everybody in there I, I, dude, I, I, dude you're one of my best friends CB you're a good dude I tell people I, I go, thought your dog was your best friend according dog, to the no, show Miles, last night Miles was so funny in the show last nobody night nobody beats my dog even man. Miles was looking at Brandon T. Jackson like <laughs> you ain't doing shit. What are you doing here? I like when he goes, I got, you got street my money. hands. You got, you got my money? Were you laughing? I'll be back next week and you got my money. <laughs> Were you laughing when he said, I got street hands? I was, I was laughing at the whole thing. <laughs> the whole I was laughing at them going fishing and then the kid ordering pizza. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, I, was, I was telling my girl last night, I'm like, you know, he just picked a random kid to wrestle with. And I was like, imagine he got Max. Oh, Max no, would have emasculated no, no. the well, shit that's, out of that's him. That's kind of what happened. Yeah, no, know. they knew a kid to get. They knew the kid to get. They knew 
That's for I don't know sure. which one Max was, but I know that wasn't That him. one with the cut-off sleeves was not having that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was, he was his size. Yeah, you better get you a what, little guy. That's, that's kind of what you, you right here. You, I'm going to go with that you. That kid yeah. is really good. Though. He, came, he, came in for, he was undefeated in the league in the league until this year. He, came in, he lost a couple matches. He lost, was that the one he lost to the girl? No, no. He lost uh, in the finals. Max lost to the girl. But Max was my best kid. Which I, But there was no shame in losing that girl, number well, one. Well, no. That's, I'm just... By the way, I... So this is how fucked up I am, right? Uh, this is this is this is what I'm in therapy. I'm talking to him yesterday, and I wrote it down to my my therapist. So I'm watching <laughs> yeah, the UFC, the right? <laughs> I shoot a TV show that yeah, Saturday morning. I, I fucking killed it. It's the guy from Pawn Stars. I gotta say, I was really proud of how it went. Everyone loved it. The director put me up on Facebook on my wall, going, "You murdered it." Then I get tickets to the fight, right? So I'm going to the John Jones. I'm seeing the greatest fighter of all time. I I consider the greatest fighter of all time live, you know. And so we're watching fights, and my girl, and I'm taking my girlfriend for the first time. Never been to a fight, so so she's she's loving it. She she's, she thinks she doesn't know what the rules, and then she, I so you already took her to a fight. No, no, we never went to a fight. So uh, a, a different girl, different. So <laughs> so she goes, hey, you want to thumb wrestle, right? So I'm like, all right. So she's really good at thumb wrestling. I I have never thumbed wrestled since I was three. This okay? isn't gonna end well. She fucking beats me in thumb wrestling, right? So now <laughs> I, fall. I, she, well, one, two, three. What, I declare a thumb war. I was, I was giggling. It was cute. But she actually, like, I was trying to set her up where you give like your thumb a little bit and then come across. And she fucking got me right. <laughs> now the next three fights, I'm like, I can't believe I fucking lost her in thumb wrestling. I, I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm practicing on my own. Like, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to. I'm at the UFC fights. <laughs> I'm like, well, man. What, I'm like, maybe I got to go back to wrestling. I got to go back to boxing. I got to. I can't wait to my surgery. Hey, man, I'm you, like, how much you did, got? You got little fingers. That's all. I, I do have. I'm like. I'm like. Hands. I'm like. How much is this actually? She has bigger hands than me. Okay, but I mean, she has nice hands. But but, but, uh, but I'm saying like I do have little hands. But the whole time now for like three fights, I'm like Adam. Let's focus on the fights. Let's, let's not it. beat ourselves up. What am I doing? I got fucking free tickets to this UFC event. Uh, I'm having, and then I got over it. But I'm like, the fuck is wrong with me? This is what I'm thinking about. <laughs> this, this Bubba, help. I mean, I'm trying to help. First of all, you got little hands. All right. All right. Second so of all, you don't know unconsciously you like her so much that you let her win. I did let her win. But the inside of you, the inner man was like, you know what? I'm going to compete until she can beat me. And then that's what you did. You're such a gentleman that you don't even know that you did that. Yeah, probably. You yeah. know? All Sometimes, right. Adam, you got to look at the brighter side of things, man. <laughs> It's true, it's true. All right, let's call Jeff Aronson. By the way, well, we're, we're calling the president of Titan FC. Uh, he's the president, right? Yeah, can I ask him if he thinks Bilal Muhammad's delusional too? Yes, we're going we're gonna to ask him whatever we want. We're going to talk to him. Why are you laughing? I just love that, dude. That's You had the craziest story the other night and you're bummed that your, your, your blind bar show was, wasn't well attended. And then, like you said, you get the, you shoot a show, you're at the thing, and then... I'm worried about thumb wrestling. Yeah. I'm fucking... This is actually like... This, you love this? This is like... My, it's in my head. No, it's just, it's just... It's one of those things that it's just like... It's a little idiosyncrasy that makes you who you are. I love it. Yeah. What? Miserable? <laughs> Thanks. Man. Adam, I have some advice. What's that? Don't let her beat you up. Let her beat you off. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. That'll make you feel all better. Thanks, man. When I'm getting life advice from CB Gold, it's probably the rock bottom. This is uh... really, really. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. If decipher doesn't I work. I do nothing. Decipher. I'm fucking with you. Hello. Hey, is this Jeff Aronson? Yes, is this Adam Hunter? This is Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me. Uh, I'm here with Tyler Bowe, very funny comedian, hey. CB Gold, the guy who knows more about MMA than anybody in the world, as well as Bubba Jenkins. How are you, man? 
great, guys. I'm great. I'm on my way down to the uh, American Airlines Arena to watch the Miami Heat play in the playoffs right look, now. Look at, look at your life, man. So the Miami Heat, what, what, uh, is it the first round, second round? Dude, what the fuck do I know? The only thing I watch is MMA. I have no idea. My <laughs> Let's go, Charlotte. For the game with my friend. I don't either. <laughs> Miami Heat is the first round, second round. You know anything about this? This is the first round, but it's the fifth game. It's game this five. So, okay. so who, whoever wins right. goes to the next round? No, it's 2-2, two, two, bro. It goes to the seven or, or five games? Well, if you win, the first one that wins four games. Oh, okay. okay. So it's a seven-game series. Wait, Bubba, so, so is this a big game or not? No, this is a big game. This is a big game. You're, right. you're you're in a All good right, seat. Cool. This is All the right. advantage game. Yeah, yeah. You got it. it's two two right now. Going back, Michael Jordan might shed some tears. I mean, it's yeah, you're I in a good spot. So Jeff, man, you're now you're the are you the CEO of Titan or the president? What what, what exactly are you? The goddamn man. I'm both. <laughs> you're the CEO and president. If you want a title too? I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the CEO and the president, but you used to be the guy from Alchemist, right? Was that was that your company? Right. Yeah. So you had a yeah, management I company. I was the chairman. Yeah, I was the chairman of Alchemist Management with uh, MC Hammer, um, Lex McMahon, and myself. Yep. Well, now, what was it like working with MC Hammer? Dude, Hammer is Hammer is the bomb. He's great. He's he's uh, in incredibly bright um he's a visionary in terms of social media and and the way that you know we go forward you know like youtube originally contacted hammer in terms of how do we upload video content go forth to the next iteration the next generations and let them uh, be able to get in contact with with video through the internet so hammer is just incredible and just uh a great personal friend, and and we still share some business relations. Gotcha. No, I mean Hammer, uh, probably one of the most talented music. I mean his 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 shows were unbelievable. I mean I'm sure they still are unbelievable. Yeah. Now, no, he's truly a living legend. When I first got into like I was graduating from Arizona State and everything, and I was getting into MMA or thinking about getting into MMA, and they were like, "Yo, MC Hammer's an agent. You know, he's he's out. He's with this group, Alchemist, and stuff like that." I was honestly, seriously considering like hitting those guys up and be like, listen, I want MC Hammer to be my agent. I don't care what I got to do. Bubba, I would have signed you in a second. What the fuck happened? You didn't call. You didn't, you didn't call. Don't bullshit me now. <laughs> no, this was years ago before I realized, you know, it's a sharky shark world no, out there, but I, but I, wa- I wanted to be a part of this new MC Hammer group. Trust me. Now, now, yeah. now no, no, you know what happened? So, so Hammer lent his, not just his name, but Hammer truly was involved in the day-to-day trenches of, of um, Alchemist. And, and it, you know, Alchemist grew to the largest MMA agency in, in the world. And a lot of that, all, all credit um, to the Hammer. A lot of hard work from uh, Lex, myself, Nima. But, but Hammer really had an ability to connect and, and not only connect, but he was able to be the visionary in the group and foresee what was coming next. And, and for that, I give him a lot of credit. Damn. And how many times did you say, was he talking and you were like, stop? <laughs> and then he said, hammer time. Um, you know what? It, it was uncomfortable on conference calls. But fuck you, Adam. There was no reason to say that. <laughs> nice. he, always made me, he always made me feel bad. No, of course. I actually, I actually pitched him a show. I was talking to him at the MMA Awards, and I remember him and Lex sitting there, yeah. and I and I, I wanted to have them sing "You Can't Tap This," 
and then Dan, and then that was to be the song they were gonna sing while people wouldn't tap. Like, and he 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 just was not feeling <laughs> yeah. that idea at all. Uh, now he you was not feeling it. Yeah, he wasn't feeling it at all. But he was very very nice. Nah, sorry. Now um now you got a big event coming up. Tell us about this event. Was it uh, this weekend, right? Yeah. Um. So April thirtieth. Uh, um. Steve Call against Leo Muhammad. Um. Awesome fight. Awesome fight card. Streaming on UFC Fight Pass. Um, you know, just going to be an amazing event. Titan has truly laid out the blueprint for itself in terms of putting out the best prospects against the best vets and the best prospects against the best prospects. And that's that's something that we really do well. And you know, I've I've made it I've made it part of the regime of and the mantra of what we're doing no free show fights, and fans and fighters first. And I want to give real MMA, MMA back in the spotlight, and that's what I think we do best. Now, we, 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 we had them both on the show. They did a press conference on the show. Bilal Muhammad claims that he trains with CM Punk and that CM Punk holds his own against Anthony Pettis in sparring and holds his own against Ben Askren in sparring. Is, can you please tell me that's not true? <laughs> I mean, Anthony. I mean, Anthony is zero three in his last three fights, so maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so maybe. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe, maybe, but um, against Aspirin, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I've heard good things about about uh, about Punk in training, so I don't know. I don't know. I heard. He, I heard he was one in twenty eight in gym fights. I don't know what. That's what I heard. <laughs> But uh, I thought that was I thought that was your record. My record? Oh, no, there's no way I could actually win one fight in a gym, right? So, so it would be zero and twenty nine. Um, I heard you caught. I heard you caught a high double and you brought them down. They tapped really quick. Of course, but they were seventy. They exactly. were seventy. They, it happened. They were. They were. They were at your age. Now, right? Exactly. Oh, ouch! Got him. Now, now this Titan. Now, how are these guys? Now, are these guys paid well? The Titan guys. Yeah, you know, um, we we really do try. I mean, we we, we definitely stay um, ahead of the curve in terms of you know promotions. We, you know, can can I pay um, UFC money for a fighter? No. Can I pay Viacom money for a fighter? No. But do I offer a significant um, advantage in many ways? Yes. I mean, do I give an out in my contract? If UFC comes calling, yes. Do I battle test them against other fighters that UFC looks at and says, okay, you know what? He beat XYZ guy. He belongs here? Yes. So am I running something, you know, that's beneficial, mutually beneficial to both parties? Yes. And and I think that's the most important part of it. Now, I feel you have a lot of good fighters in Titan FC because we have them on the show all the time. But they're not marketed yeah. correct. They're not marketed correctly. Uh, my uh, example is Andre Harrison. You got a guy who's it's a champ. Kid's an animal. He's what yep. eight eight and oh, nine and oh? 11 and 0. 11 and 0. 11 and 0. He he beat Al Iaquinta in high in, in high school wrestling according to Al. He 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 he, he uh, I didn't know that. I he, didn't know that actually. He beat Des Green. I mean the kid's an animal. Good fighter, solid Dude, fighter. Not only did he beat Des Green, not only did he beat Des Green. Let let's go back. He beat Cody Bollinger. He beat Des Green. He beat Kurt Hollibo. He beat Steven Seiler. I mean, the guy's a wrecking machine. And and uh, 
you know, Andre hasn't finished, unfortunately. And eventually, those finishes will come as he develops. But as a fighter, every time I see Andre, I see another element in his game coming up. And he, he comes from a great camp. Belmore um, Kickboxing Academy with Keith Tremble is a great place. And he's, he's certainly getting more and more well-rounded. And um, listen, it's hard to deny a guy that's beating UFC vets one after another. No, here's the issue because I'm I'm on your team, and I want to say, and the guy yeah. has the guy has 500 followers on Twitter, and I go, this is bull. Sure. I go, this is bullshit. The problem, the, the the problem is, is that people don't know him, and they're not going to know him just by watching him on Titan FC. You got to get a way where you could you could have whether it's an even an internet reality show or an internet show where I can watch this guy for 10 minutes a week, 20 minutes a week, and I'm like, oh, yep. I know exactly who this guy is. You need like a mini ultimate fighter. You could do it, vir- yeah, yeah. You could do it virally and because that's the issue, is that people are not connecting with these people on an so emotional level. Yeah, so I, I agree with you with what you're saying. And what I, what I would tell you also is that more and more resources are being put on site um, from UFC and and in different elements to do just those type of things. I will tell you that the people that should see Andre are seeing Andre 100%. Um, Andre is, and, and like we talked about Optimus, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, the best 145ers in the world, you know, numerous times sparring, training, doing whatever. Andre Harrison is the most physically dominant 145er I have ever seen in my life. And the guy that beats him, I don't know if I can find him. Bubba Jenkins. You know, that's, you that's just got to come to the gym, bro. You just got to come to Bubba, California, Bubba, man. Bubba, <laughs> Bubba, I'll tell you what. I'll sign a one-fight deal with you. You fight Andre for the amazing. title. How much? How much? Will, all right, I'm, so, I'm, 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 I'm going to be Bubba's manager. How much, <laughs> how much are you going to give Bubba whatever, for this fight? Whatever, whatever Bubba is getting at Bellator, I'll talk to Scott Cooper. I'll match that number. He could fight Andre. On the June on the uh, June tenth card what at Titan, because June tenth is going to be a massive card at the Bank United Center, ten thousand seat venue. Bubba, you want Andre Harrison? You got him. Fifty grand. Step up, brother. What about fifty grand? Done. Done. Oh, there's no man that scares me. That's I can tell you that right now. Andre, I know Andre. He's Bubba, tough. I just put fifty grand up. I don't make those decisions, bro. I do not make those decisions. Let me tell you right now. I'm, I'll uh, tell you yes. Listen, Adam, I'll tell you yes. Adam, yes. You Let's do it. Adam, you asked me a number. I said, okay. Bubba, is that what you get? I don't even know what Bubba gets. Is this 50 I'm, grand? No, he doesn't. I, he doesn't get that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you, I can neither confirm nor deny, but no. I, 50 grand June 10th, I'm down. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, not a, that's not a question to me, especially since it's a tough Cole opponent. Scott, but I don't Cole make those Scott. decisions. So if you, if you make it happen, if you can make it happen, bro, I'll be there. You know what I mean? I don't make those decisions. Oh, but. how's this? How's this? I'll put the money in escrow tomorrow. 50G, done deal. Wow. I mean, Bobby, you need 50 grand? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I can use 50 grand. <laughs> can, we, can we get but Scott Coker on a conference call? Not only will Bubba do it for 50 grand, that's three times, four times what Bubba's making over there. But anyway, I'm oh, saying I'll no, put it no, in escrow. I don't know about all that, dog. Uh, I don't know about all that. But listen, but listen, Bubba, I can definitely use 50 grand. grand. All right. Just so you know. 
by the way, Bubba, I'm a huge fan. No doubt. You know. oh, Fifty grand to beat the beat the Titan FC champion. You beat the Titan FC champion. Then you're the Titan FC champion, and you're the belt, and you'll be the bell tour. It's all love because one, this man just offered to give me fifty grand. So anybody, I don't care what I got to do. Anybody who's offered me to give me fifty grand has just made it to my Christmas list. Okay. Second of all, second of all, he he's doing this because he knows Andre Harrison is a tough tough competitor and I know yep. he is too I, there's there's no question yeah, about it he that he believes in yeah. his fighters because I've seen yeah. this guy I mean he yeah, he is yeah, physically imposing but he's for not sure. an NCAA champion he is not but it's, this ain't this ain't wrestling so we would just have to see what it gonna be I but I don't make these decisions so I'm saying yes let's do it so you know because I like you a lot and 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 I think you're an incredible athlete I've watched numerous times I'll be the first one with the smelling salt to wake you up. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> shit. He's saying he put you to sleep. That's that, what he's saying. There's no fucking way. There's no way. But honestly, I like Andre Harrison. But honestly, Bubba Jenkins on a different level. Uh, no chance. Different no level. Chance. That's but a six-week camp starting Does Andre today. have knockout power from his back? <laughs> and my question is, and my my question oh. is, is this fifty to is this fifty flat or fifty to show fifty to? Oh, win? this is no, this is fifty. This is oh well, that's a good question. Wait, this, I, ain't, I ain't walking away with less than fifty. That's for sure. In my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got people who no, look out for me, dog. Oh, I, no, that's no. It was fifty flat. No, You're fucking getting a less. Grand. No, it's fifty. Yeah. It's fifty grand. You said an escrow tomorrow. All Bubba's got to do is. And I would, and I, I'd be more than happy to put that fifty in escrow tomorrow. No problem. Wow, this is the best podcast for you ever, Bubba. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you get a genius like this on the line, it's only going to make for good for good music, you know. But yeah, I'm there. Bubba, thank you for the compliment. It's only going to get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there June 10th at 145 pounds for 50 grand. Let's All right, I can't so wait for this fight. Adam, I probably the, Adam, yes. You make it happen. Get Scott Coker on the podcast. All right, no, no problem. In fact, after that, we should also do we should do Bellator versus Titan. We should, we should get more guys. Winner take all. Bellator, Bellator versus Titan. Winner take all. June tenth. Thank United Arena in Miami. Get Scott on the line. I'm done. I'm cool. That would be great. You tell me the divisions. I'll do one twenty five. I'll do one forty five. I'll do one fifty five. How's that? See, what do you think? I think my head just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what do you think of, 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 like, of these? I mean, who's the best guy in Titan at 155? I don't know. Give me a minute. I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, Aren't you the CEO? You know, I have so many deep. I mean, is it, is it Pat got, Healy? They got a deep roster. Isn't it Pat Healy? I, I got Pat Healy at 155. I got, I got uh, Jeezy Capaconti at 155. Oh, I got Jason Nabelli at 155. Yosetti Cedeno at 155. I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about me. I'll find my Yeah, but, th- but those guys are good, but are they Michael Chandler, Will Brooks, uh, some of those guys? Uh, MVP, what's 170? I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. How's that? I'm comfortable in my decision. This I like guy, it. This is the guy who believes in his fighters. He has good fighters. He Although, has he has great fighters. One of the best fights I've ever seen, I, I'm pretty sure was Titan, was Vinny and Jason Brills for the light heavyweight. Yes, yes, A few yes, months yes, ago. That was amazing. Correct, yes. Now, when are you going to add women to the card? You know, you know, Adam, that's a great question. The women bring it. Like, they bring it hard. So, um, you know, I have a great relationship with Shannon Knapp. Shannon's awesome. And, and uh, I've always forwarded my uh, my girls up to Invicta, whether Shannon wants them or not. Um, but being in Miami now, 
Um, if there are some, if there's some really top talent here, I'll do some things. I mean, I'm down for it. So we're actually looking right now, and uh, there's there's some you know really good talent at uh at in the female division. So we'll see. I love it. All right, so we're gonna make headlines. We're gonna have the Bubba headline. We're also gonna have that you're challenging the top three guys in Bellator versus Titan on the on the uh, June yeah. card in Miami. And that, w- that can be, and we can figure out the the weight divisions later. But I'm 100 percent down. Bellator versus Titan on June 10th. Let's make it happen. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, Jeff, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We will get in touch with you very shortly. Uh, <laughs> you are the best, dude. Adam, you just got some crazy headlines. I, I love it. I love it. Jeff, you're a great guy. Have fun at the game. Thanks, buddy. Take I'll care. talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Did that, that was a... really just fucking happen? <laughs> that was awesome. What do you think? I thought it was awesome. You got six awesome. weeks. I, I, actually, I'm getting giddy, excited, thinking about a fight that's not going to happen. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, it's you not going to happen. Poker's going to let him go to a UFC-owned uh, organization? Yes. yes, 50 grand. If he's putting up the money? No, nah, it's not going to happen. Why would why, why, why not? Why he's, got a, he's got a manager. He's got to talk to his contract. Yeah, I mean, of course, stuff. me as a fighter... I, June 10th on weight, send the 50 grand. I'm there. Like I said, I, I, I'm afraid of you got no six man. Six weeks I'll, and three days. I, that's not or the two point. Days. I, that wouldn't be the point. I mean, where's this guy better than you at? Striking. Being in the organization. Striking. The guy, the guy has no finishes. I don't know. I he, know he ain't but he's going to he's going to be there to wake me up with bath salt or whatever. <laughs> with I and I like I've never been knocked out. So and Andre uh, Harris is a beast, but where no, he is, but where is he man. but where is he better than you? I mean, I, wrestling no, striking no, grappling submissions offense. I don't think he really has that many. He's probably more aggressive cuz I like to I like to let the fight happen. He probably tries to dominate into a fight being a wrestler background. I have evolved a little bit from my, you know, dominant dominant impose my will kind of style. But man, that'd be a that's that's one of those fights that like I want to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I was an Adam Hunter, I'd be like, "Yo, some way somehow I got to make this shit happen." 50 grand. But, I just got you 50 grand. Yeah, yeah. And Tyler almost got you only 25. (laughs) No, Tyler was trying to give me 100. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, well, 25 to show. And Bubba's like, And how's he going to say that you're only making 12.5 on Bellator? Are you not confident in Bubba's ability to win that fight? Oh, I'm definitely confident in Bubba's ability to win that fight. And he's going to get fight of the night. I thought it was funny that that he's like, oh, you're making 12.5 in Bellator. I'm like, and then Adam's going to get a commission for inking the deal. I actually have one quick question. What's that? Does he have issues with you? Because he was talking shit a little bit or he's just having fun. Oh, he's having fun. Okay. No, that's who he is. He definitely, you He's know. just got that like, yeah. yeah. yeah is he from like New York or something? If he had issues, he wouldn't come on the podcast. Well, know? I don't know. You know, uh, by the way, I want to thank our sponsor, Decipher. Listen, they, they do life coaching, uh, career uh, mental coaching, career micromanagement, as well as the contract negotiations, all right? They help everyone from CEOs to actors, MMA fighters, boxers, comedians, salespeople, house moms, and yes, even porn stars. Okay, call them up. Use Roasted for 10% off. Decipher. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters, we, we, listen, we've been talking about this forever. We've got to get fighters more money. Bubba Jenkins has come up with a way where you could tip the fighter. I, I, tell, I saw Kyra. I did it. I, I tipped Kyra last week because I was like, I've never seen a twister ground and pound before in my life. She pulled it off. That girl deserves a tip. And if you see people out there that are doing really good things, 
Make sure you tip them. Are you, who are you texting right now? Your manager? I was going to say, he's on with everybody he can right now. <laughs> I'm trying to make this shit happen. <laughs> Yo, you said, can I use 50 grand? Yeah, I could probably use 50 grand. Yeah. June, Tim sounds about, yeah, sounds about 50 right. 50 grand, I mean, right? I mean, that's that's good money. That's, uh, good, that's, good that's money. You'd be one of the, that's one of the topper uh, guys, right? That's 50 grand. A lot of UFC guys get it. their top guy at, at the weight division. So anyway, we're gonna call right now somebody who's trying to grand in a belt, and I'm still in Bellator. We're calling someone who's who's uh had got a record of um 55 wins and 79 losses. Uh, however, is that real? Yes, Shannon Rich. However, according to him, he has 112 wins. Uh, he was in the MFC. Pancrase, K1, Pride, King of the Cage, WEC, and Bum Fights 3. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. He was in Bum Fights 3. And uh, he just fought two days and ago. And he fought two days ago in Combate America. And he's trying to get a bare knuckle fight with Bobby Gunn. Oh uh, we are going to call Shannon the Cannon Rich Listen right here, now. Boys. I don't know if that's a <laughs> Why good is idea. <laughs> Talk about bad matchups. You fighting bums. You ain't fighting Bobby Gunn. <laughs> He's fought. He's fought. Uh, who's who of fighters? He, he fought right. some really good fighters. Right. He fought Sakuraba and Pride. Shannon BJJ. Hey, how's it going? Is this Shannon? Hey. Hey, you're yeah, on the, Shannon Rich. Shannon, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Baba Jenkins, Tyler Bow, as well as CB Gold. How are you, man? Hey, good man. How you guys doing? Good. It's an honor to have yeah. you on the show, man. You've. Uh, I was looking at your fights last night. You've had so many fights. Uh, Sherdog has you at 55 wins, 79 losses, but you said it's 112 wins, correct? Yeah, yeah, 112 wins, 92 losses, and two draws. All right, 112 wins, 92 losses, two draws. Uh, you've had so many fights, and you had a fight on Monday, right? Yeah, I just fought Monday night, took a fight on two days' notice. Nobody else would step up, and you know my – my banter is anyone, anywhere, anytime. So they needed a guy to fight Tony Lopez, who's the super heavyweight champion, heavyweight champion, and light heavyweight champion for King of the Cage. And I'm a middleweight champion, former middleweight champ. So uh, uh, this promotion asked me, hey, would you step up and fight Tony? Nobody else is going to want to do it. And I said, sure, I'll fight. And uh didn't go my way, but you know, still a good fight. Okay, and did you, was it how, how long did the fight go? Did you, what was, was it a stoppage or... <laughs> Uh, it was like a minute and a half, two minutes. Uh, Tony got me in a, a front choke, standing guillotine. Now you got to remember, he's six foot five, six six. I'm five nine. I tried to shoot in, and um, yeah, he grabbed my neck and got the no damn guillotines. <laughs> now, why did you yeah, take damn guillotines? Now, if the guy outweighs you by eighty pounds and you've only had two days to train for it, why would you take this fight? Well, he didn't actually weigh in uh, overweight. We we did a catch weight at like two ten. Right. Um, he came in at 210. So, you know, um, I walk at 205. So oh, okay. it wasn't like he was much heavier. He's just a lot taller. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Okay. I had been training for <laughs> weeks, but, you know, who cares? Two days, 48 hours, you're there. Tough guy's mentality. <laughs> you, I mean, you are. what it is, right? You're 45 years old. I also read that you were in Bum Fights 3. Uh, what was that about? Oh, they were just. It, all it was, more or less, is they were paying. Uh, uh, bums, literally guys, homeless guys on the street to fight. <laughs> <laughs> that was what they were doing. So, uh, did you fight the bums? No, no, no. I was uh, as a referee. Oh, you're a referee. Okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was worried that you were. Yeah. Now, now, one. You actually you fought Sakuraba in his prime in Pride. That must have been a crazy yes, experience. I did. 
Dude, that was the best time of my life, man. Uh, actually, September 27th, I get a phone call from Don Fry, and Don's like, hey, man, you want to fight uh, Sakuraba in main event in Pride? And before he even said how much money I was going to make, I said, absolutely. So that was my birthday. So what a great birthday present to find out you're going to fight Sakuraba in Pride. I mean, when you were in Japan, was that the most amazing crowd, most amazing experience? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, I fought several times in Pride since, or in Japan since, man. But that that was uh, that was absolutely phenomenal. You know, going from fighting from stuff like Super Brawl, String Challenge, King of the Cage, to fighting in Pride, which at the time was the biggest fight promotion in the world, ten times bigger than the UFC. Um, fighting in Pride was was like literally the Super Bowl of MMA. Did you go out afterwards for your birthday and uh, you know hang out with the ladies? <laughs> No, yeah, didn't didn't do any partaking into that. Oh no, yeah, right. Out there, fought, trained, came back. That's right. Now I don't drink. I don't drink or do drugs, man. That's that's another another thing that's kept my body going for so long. Nice. Now I saw your kick, uh, your knockout of John Wood. That was one of the best kicks How I've ever like seen. That? Wasn't that nice? Unbelievable, dude. That was one of the cre- and John Wood is a is a was a good fighter, great coach, and you had it was like a ten seconds into the fight. What what can you d- d- describe that kick? Because I can't even explain it to people. Well, it was a lead leg hook kick, and uh, during the at the time it had been the first time anybody in the history of MMA ever did a super kick. I mean, it's a it's a pro wrestling move, but it's a lead leg hook kick, and it actually works. I mean, some guys say that you know pro wrestling moves don't work, but they do work. I mean, it's just how they're applicated. Um, it was actually a rematch. I fought John Wood the first time. And uh, I won by submission. He was pretty bent out of shape saying that, uh, you know, I, I was a dirty fighter and I caught him with a submission that I was, you know, a puss and I wouldn't stand up and fight him toe-to-toe. And I said, okay, I'll rematch you. We'll fight stand-up, just toe-to-toe, uh, no takedowns. And uh, that, that was the result of that. Boss Rudin said on Inside MMA that was the best knockout he'd ever seen. And it's got over 200,000 views. So I, Yeah, you know, I, people, I people at home knockout. listening to this, Google Shannon Rich knockout of John Wood, it is a thing of beauty. And I, I remember looking at that going, I don't even know how you to prepare for that kick. Like, I mean, there's no way anybody, like you, you do a whole training camp and then you throw that kick and it was insane. I was like, I was blown away, dude. I, I, I Hats off. If, if, if nothing else in your career, that was probably the most beautiful knockout I've ever seen. So uh, hats off to you, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate now, it. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Now, you're very, you're a very streaky fighter. Uh, I'm looking in 2005, <laughs> you lose ten fights in a row. 2001, you lose 13 fights in a row, all in the first round. Then in 2005, yep. you lose ten in a row, first round. 2010, you lose eight in the first round. Uh, at any point, are you just like maybe this isn't? Maybe I should kind of hang it up. Negative, man. You got to remember, man. Again, I'm fighting anybody, anywhere, anytime. Guys are outclassing me. They're out. They're old. I mean, I'm fighting. What three, four different weight divisions? I mean, I was the I was the guy. Literally, when somebody's main event fell through, somebody got hurt. They called Shannon Rich to the new Shannon would come and fight. Something I wasn't. I did half of those fights. I wasn't even ready for those fights. But every single fight is a learning experience. One needs a draw. You learn from it, and you take it home, and you you study, and you get better, and you know. And then I put on you know four, five, ten. I win streaks. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I got some losing streaks, but I also got some win no, streaks. No, no, that's what I was saying. You have a lot of win. You do have a lot of, I mean, you're, you're the, and you fought legends. You fought, I'm looking through the people you fought. You fought 
Dan Severn. I just looked at him. Fought, I thought it was crazy names. He fought Evan Tanner, Jake a Shields, Eves Edwards, John Alessio, Joe Riggs, Diego Sanchez when he was in his like 19 years old. He uh, Antonio McGee. Yeah, Dennis Holman. Antonio McGee. Uh, Antonio McGee, McGee, Dennis Holman. Antonio McGee, Dennis Holman. I mean, you fought a who's who. Cacareco. It was on, I fought yeah, everybody. You fought, you fought everybody. Fabiano Lija, Frank Shamrock, everybody. <laughs> and you also went up against uh, Ben Askren in a grappling tournament. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> I went up against Ben. He, he, make, he was on one side of the bracket, I was on the other. And, you know, I, I thought he was just a wrestler. No, the kid knows some submission. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a high-level black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he caught me in an armbar, believe it or not. So Ben is actually a tough, tough kid, man. Yeah, and then you fought, and then you also went up against a couple Gracies, right? In like tournaments. Well, I did. I did the very first super fight in Naga. Now, if anybody's familiar with Naga, I mean, it's been around for a long time. So, like 15, 16, 17 years ago, I went up against a guy named Rodrigo Gracie. Nobody knew who that was. It's just a Gracie, Rodrigo, to make us a super fight, and he does a flying triangle. Now, I've never even seen a flying triangle. Um, yeah, so he he caught me with flying triangle. <laughs> Amazing, amazing kid. I've actually trained with Rodrigo Gracie. Really? I was at his gym in Torrance. It was me, Rodrigo, and Hoyce. We just had a private session. Sounds like a very fair uh, training session. Well, no, it was just kind of to teach me some stuff. But yeah, it was at Rodrigo's gym. Not not many people know that there is a Rodrigo Gracie. Yeah. Who he, is. he was also in Pride. Yeah. How awesome is he, though? How awesome is he? he oh, awesome. he's, he's very, very talented. Very talented. Super nice yeah. guy. And he, he taught me just as much as Hoyce did that day. Now, I, now I got to ask you. Yeah. The one, the one fight that I, I'm, I'm a little suspicious of was your fight with Dan Severin uh, in Hawaii. People are saying it was a work. Uh, he did suplex you a couple times. Uh, was that a work? Yeah, he did. Absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> now, nope. First of all, <laughs> nope. why I would I fit. do a work with Dan Severin? <laughs> if I'm going to do a work, I'm going to win. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I'm, I'm just, I just had to ask the you. I'm not, I'm not trying people, to bust no, you. Man, I'll be honest with you. No, no. The people that said it wasn't work was the, actually the ring announcer, and the ring and the ring announcer was some crazy guy. I don't even know. This guy looks like a zombie. It was weird. But anyway, the reason he said that the fight was great. The, the night of the fight, everything was good. The commentator said it was an amazing fight. Me and Dan went out and put on a great performance. We went out and fought our ass off. The after fight party, we're all hanging out at a bar. The ring announcer lights up some weed. The, the bouncers throw him out, and we're all laughing at him. We thought it was funny. This this guy looks like Ozzy Osbourne on crack. I mean, this guy is super weird, and he was mad because he got thrown out of the bar for smoking weed. And the next thing I know, he's posting. Well, Dan Seven and Shannon Rich put on a work fight. It was the fight was fixed. Well, that was the stupidest thing I'd ever seen. Okay, good. If you look at Dan's legs, I mean, his legs were his legs were black and blue. Um, yeah, and then if I do a work fight, I'm gonna win. Why? Why would I do a work and lose? That's stupid. Right, right, right. Okay, I had to ask. I, I, you know, I, I didn't want to make it uncomfortable. I just was just like, I had to, had to, I had to know for myself. No, it's not uncomfortable. It's just I've been asked that so many times. It's stupid. I mean, if you're an MMA fan, you know. Um, and, and I mean, and damn, would he have to do a work against me? He's gonna win anyway. Look at that. He's like twice my size. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, doesn't make any sense. Now, where did you? Now, where did you do on iCarly? Oh, I just played a professional wrestler. Oh, okay. Because I, I saw that you were on iCarly, and I, I had to know what the, the hell Walker, you did. Walker, Texas Ranger, numbers, <laughs> inside in, uh, 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 
the History Channel on the Ultimate Soldier Challenge, uh, uh, CSI Las Vegas. I've been on a bunch. So. Yeah, no, you you you, you had the, the most strangest resume, but I, I love it, man. You're one of a kind, dude. Now you're 45 years old. Hey, man, also spent some also also spent some time down in Iraq as a bodyguard for the United States ambassador to Iraq. Oh Didn't wow. Know that. No, I did not know that. You so you in Iraq as as a, who's Yeah, I'm like I worked for Blackwater, private security company. I was a bodyguard for the United States ambassador to Iraq. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How many bodies yeah. did you got? Did Some you muscle got? army veteran, you know, ex military. So this is what it is. Did you have to like uh fight anybody there? Happy trigger finger? <laughs> Hello? Shannon. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, all right. Your cell phone's cutting out. No, all good. All good. Now, uh, now you, we have you on the show. Number one, because it's an honor to have you on the show. You're you're a fucking maniac, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) fuck it, right? Um, Now you're fighting in bare knuckle fighting, right? Yeah, bare knuckle boxing. Bare knuckle boxing. Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida, June 11th, which is right after Bubba's fight against. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bubba's fight in June 10th. So June 11th in in Florida, you're doing bare knuckle boxing. According to Bobby Gunn, you're ranked number third in the world in bare knuckle boxing. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. It's under the Police Gazette. Um, They're the ones that actually started Ring Magazine. I mean, these these guys date back years, so they're the ones that are the true uh, record keepers. They're like the sure dog of. Boxing and bare knuckle boxing. So, how many bare knuckle so, yeah, fights have you had in the world? But I'm actually ranked number one in the U.S. U.S. Okay. US United States. You're number one in the U.S. in bare knuckle. How many bare knuckle fights have you have you had? Twenty-seven. And and, and, uh, and what's your record? Twenty-five and two. Twenty-five and two in bare knuckle. Twenty-five. Now, 20, Twenty-five by KO. Now the two I lost were because of disqualifications. Now, so so therefore, I feel like I'm still undefeated. How do you get? How do you get disqualified in bare knuckle? <laughs> Twelve boxing? to six elbows. No, <laughs> like an absolute, absolute accidental elbow here and there. <laughs> <laughs> absolute accident. So, all right. So absolutely the, elbow. So this bare knuckle. Now, well, now, what what exactly happens? So bare knuckle boxing. You get a, a a text, right? This is what Bobby Gunn was telling us. You get a text message going. Meet at the airport hangar at three in the morning tomorrow. And then, like, 30 dudes show up, and then you fight. Is that how it goes down? It's similar like that, man. It's a literally a cult following. If you're in, you're in. If you're out, you're out. You don't really know. But there's a big following, guys. It goes, it, 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 there's people from all over the world that do this. They come in from all over the world. And a lot of it is challenge matches, you know, because you get your name built up. And people will be like, look, man, I'll put 10 grand up. My 10 grand about your 10 grand. Winner takes all. And or it's just a fight card. Guy calls and say, hey. I got this guy, you fight you, you know, I'll pay you a couple grand here, a couple grand there, you, you fight, it is what it is. I mean, I fought in rodeo arenas, I fought in Plaza de Toros, where it's a bullfighting arena, I fought in bars, I fought in warehouses, I fought in hotel rooms, uh, banquet rooms, I mean, I fought in all kinds of weird places. Hotel rooms? <laughs> Wait, what happened in the hotel room? Hotel banquet room. Oh, hotel banquet room. Oh, okay. Not I like thought the first room. rule about bare knuckle boxing was not to talk about. <laughs> I was just about to make the Fight Club reference too. I was waiting. <laughs> my first rule, Fight Club. Second no, rule, Fight, Fight Club. club. <laughs> that's Fight Club. You guys, club. you guys beat them up. That's why they don't exist no more. So you're ranked number third now. Do you think you can beat Bobby Gunn? I think I can knock him out, man. He's old. He's past his prime. Um, 
I mean, not not to take anything away from Bobby. He's a super cool guy. I mean, he's a, he's a class act. But I believe I'm in better shape. I believe I'm better looking. And I have a better a better right hand. Listen, boys. Listen, boys. <laughs> boys, listen. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so you think you That's would... a pretty good impression right there. <laughs> so you... That's a pretty good impression. <laughs> so you think you would knock out Bobby Gunn in one round in bare knuckle boxing? I don't know if it'll be the one round, but I know we're fighting <laughs> nine rounds. Oh, so no. it's, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the nine rounds. I think so. And this is June 11th. No, no, June 11th. Who are you oh, fighting? June, June 11th. 11th. This is, I'm, I'm fighting Bobby Gunn. Oh, you're fighting Bobby Gunn. It got announced because Bobby's Bobby didn't say that. Yeah, well, it hasn't. It, it has not been announced yet. He ain't I'm got just, the text I'm message yet, bro. <laughs> chill, chill. <laughs> you just ruined it. All right. The promoter, the text. Look, look. <laughs> Guys, the promoters, the promoter asked me would I fight Bobby Gunn. I've been wanting this fight for a long time. He's got the title. He has the belt. I mean, have you guys seen the belt? The There's belt a belt? Phenomenal. <laughs> the actual belt no, that John Sullivan had. It's an amazing belt. That's awesome. Who are you fighting on the 12th? Well, I want He's the title. Bobby Gunn. <laughs> no, I mean the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so you versus Bobby Gunn, June 11th at the... Mil- Can we get a presser? At the Mikosaki Resort and Gaming Casino in Miami, Florida, bare knuckle boxing. I'm hoping. You're hoping. If we if we I'm get like both of, I'm like 99.9 percent sure the promoter has kind of agreed to it. Bobby said he'd fight me. I said I'd fight Bobby. I'm just waiting for the contract. So if we get both of them right now on the show, yeah. would it be the first ever bare knuckle boxing press conference? Yes, it would. And this is for the title. For the title. There is no bigger platform than getting these two on a But press if you're ranked number three and Bobby's ranked number one, who's ranked number two in bare knuckle boxing? <laughs> um, you got to look on the Gazette. I mean, I know right now that Danny Batchelor holds a title, uh, USA title. I don't, know, I don't know who number two is. Huh. Bobby's the champion. There's a guy that's ranked one. There's a guy ranked two, and I'm ranked three. Oh, so you're ranked number three. We well, gotta, Bobby's the champ. But you're 25 yeah, yeah. and two. But your only two losses are because you you use elbows. Yes. Now, now Bobby says bare knuckle boxing. Now, but Bobby's a real boxer, though. I mean, this isn't that kind of. I mean, he he fought James Tony. He 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 fought Glenn Johnson. He 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 fought you know Enzo that guy. I mean, he he lost all those guys, but he he he, he, he did actually fight these guys. Uh, are you nervous that he may and, have better boxing skills than you? No, of course he doesn't have better boxing skills. I've been fighting for a long time too, man. I I, I'm in, I live in Arizona. I can do these boxing gyms and box with the best. So yeah, boxing is, you know, I, I'm actually a pro boxer too. Okay, so yeah, no, I saw I saw one of your fights on YouTube. It was grainy, but you were kicking the shit out of some guy. You knocked him out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, I'm a black belt Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I do like my heel hooks and my arm bars, but, man, I like to knock you out, too. So, I mean, it's just, in MMA, it's a little different. But bare-knuckle boxing is precision boxing. That's what I try to tell people. Bare-knuckle boxing isn't like just going out swinging for the fences. You have to be precise. You have to be a technician or you'll break your hand. Now, do you think you can beat anyone in the UFC in bare-knuckle boxing? Um, I think it would be a good fight. I'd, I'd love to fight. I'd love to find out. Yeah, we can set it up. I'd love to find out. How does your training differ uh, for a bare knuckle fight? Do you do you train without hand wraps? Do you train? Uh, I mean, how do you yeah, switch yeah, it up? Absolutely. No. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. They say bare knuckle boxing. You're allowed to tape your wrist and your hand. It's just the knuckle has to be bare. Hmm. But the, the knuckle actually has to be bare. But your wrist is taped. 
So we're taking this very literally. Yeah. I, I once got three yeah. knuckles and a girl. <laughs> but, but that's my experience with bare knuckle fisting. Um, now, listen. This is going to be a fight. I, I, I can't wait. Shannon versus Bobby Gunn. This is. I, I may have to go to this MMA fight. May roasted road trip. This. This. My, I mean. This. This is it. I mean. I'll already be there. You're already going to be there. <laughs> he's, already, he's already going to be there. Bubba, I'll, be, I'll be looking for a place to you know spread off this 50k I getting. So now, are you sponsored by? Bear, I mean, do you make do you make a good living at this or no? Yeah, yeah, I make I make pretty good money, but um, I'm looking for sponsors. So if anybody out there wants to sponsor the Canon, hey, message me. Figure it out how to get a hold of me, and we'll uh, we'll work it out. Why don't I mean, you just give us your email? It's actually going to be on pay per view. It's going to pay per view. Shannon dot yeah yeah Shannon dot Rich at Yahoo dot com R I T C H. Okay, Shannon dot Rich Yahoo dot com. If you want a sponsor for this bare knuckle event, it's happening, people. This is the biggest bare knuckle fight it. of hey, all time. I'm telling time. you, it's going to be seen by millions. Millions of people are going to be watching this fight. Believe me, they're going to talk about it. HBO 360, HBO is doing a big documentary on this. This is going big. Rolling Stone Magazine has already done an interview. They're doing more interviews. They're going to do some TV coverage. Rolling Stone Magazine is blowing this up. I'm telling you, it's going to be the, it's going to be the next big thing. Everybody talks about MMA. Yeah, you know what? That's cool, and I'm an MMA fighter, and I dig it, but bare-knuckle boxing is at another level. You're going to love it. It's the most there, extreme fighting allowed by law. Now, are there ring girls during these events or no? Absolutely, yeah. It's going to be the same as, uh, same as any other Now, is, it, is the event in a boxing ring, or is it like everyone just hangs yeah. out in the parking lot and watches yeah. the fight? No, no, no. It's, it's going to be in a ring. It's, it's going to be, be in a ring. ring. Uh, all right, Bob, any questions? Yeah. Have you ever smelled weed in the area while being in the ring for bare knuckle boxing I have uh, I think I have that's that's affirmative <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to know now how many Miami fights, it's going now, down how, how many fights are you going to have before this fight um, I just fought on Monday and uh, I'm taking a break until uh, until this fight I'm training just specifically for this bare knuckle boxing match now you were at one of the coolest fights ever you were at the your fight event you were the main event of your fight oh. Uh, you 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 won that fight. Uh, it was pretty cool. Chael and Rampage commented on it. Uh, they were the commentaries, right? And then uh, there was a couple of yeah. events. Now uh, during that fight, that that was a good fight. That was a rematch. You actually lost the first time to that guy. You came back and won, right? Yeah, I won with a rear choke. Put him to sleep with the rear choke. But three days later, you had another fight. Yeah, down in Mexico. <laughs> now, how, now what, where where was that fight? In TJ. And Tijuana. Oh, nice. And who, who did you fight then? You actually won that fight too. You won two fights in four days. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, listen. That's, that's, how, that's, that's how the cannon rolls. <laughs> I'm old school. <laughs> I, look, man, I got to pay the bills, guys. I'm a professional MMA fighter. You know, I own a gym. So, I mean, anybody that owns a gym knows, man, you're not making a ton of money. You're doing it because you love it. And I got to fight to make a living. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are, you know, doctors, lawyers, school teachers, they're mechanics, they work construction, they do security at night. Look, I fight. That's it. That's how I make my living. So I am a true professional MMA fighter. Right. I know doctors that do like three surgeries in a day, man. So of course the man's doing fights in a couple of days. I mean, five fights in a week. You know? Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how the cannon rolls, son. Right. You better ask somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bubba. Yeah. Well, listen, Cannon, uh, it was a pleasure having you on the show, an honor. I, I look forward to this fight. I'm definitely going to order it. Pay-per-view, bare-knuckle fighting, you versus Bobby Gunn. The winner takes all. It's going to be a good fight, man. 
So uh, yeah, I can't wait, man. So thanks for coming on the podcast. Come watch me fight. You'll see. Come watch me fight. You'll see why they call me the cannon. I'm gonna let the guns go. You I guys, can- you guys will enjoy it. It's gonna be a good one. Take care, Shannon. All right, buddy. Bye. All right, that was Shannon Rich. I have, I have changed my opinion on who wins the fight. <laughs> That was way more exciting than I expected. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's hilarious. I really wanted to ask him about fighting Dada, but... Oh, man. Uh, what, I mean, what, you, you think he beats Bobby Gunn? I don't know, man. That's the thing. I, I was here, boys. I changed it. I didn't. I don't have an, a, a pick anymore because my pick was Bobby Gunn. You know what I mean? He was the greatest man I ever talked to until I talked to Shannon Rich. <laughs> so I'm torn. I'm really torn. And, and I'm going to cry that night the day someone... Drops, you know. You're gonna I mean? cry. You just I'm made gonna, 50 G's. No, you I'm ain't gonna, crying. I'm gonna cry if Shannon Rich or Bobby Guns goes down. <laughs> ben, Ben, you, definitely the best people I've ever met. Uh, ben, the sound guy. So, who do you think wins, Shannon Gunn or Bobby? Or, uh, Shannon B- Gunn. B- 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 Bobby Gunn or Shannon Rich? Uh, Bobby Gunn was uh, pretty. He was he was cool, but this guy seems like he's got like a fire, like this like fire. Behind he's him. younger. He's remind me of like a father figure. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's younger. Yeah. So you well, think Shannon Rich wins it? Yeah, I think so. I think Shannon Rich has fought since we let him off the phone. <laughs> so you say, say Bobby Gunn is like, you said he's like a father figure. That's what it reminded me on the phone. And he's fighting this young 45-year-old buck. <laughs> Who, who's going down to Tijuana just randomly fighting? Just like any time. Like. Three days after he took another one. I'm telling you, he's had like six fights since the phone dropped. <laughs> That guy's fucking. But I was looking at his record on Wikipedia. Yeah, and he's fought like the biggest names in MMA. Yeah, but he hasn't beat anybody with a Wikipedia page. He beat John Wood twice. And I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to like bring up the whole Severn thing, but Severn doesn't do worked, worked things. Yeah. Okay. Like so, he was supposed to do a yeah, work but, but, in WWE. But I want that, you to watch this fight and tell me what you think. Oh, I'm sure I'll feel the same as everyone else, but <laughs> it's just. It's really funny. I, I, I like that guy a lot. He's really funny. And it, and it, I now understand the fact of why he agreed to do an interview on Monday and then realized I have to fight three hours later because at the time he didn't answer the phone, he was probably fighting right then. I'm, unbelievable. I mean, do you think this is safe for him, though? I mean, it seems like he's getting, not. he's getting knocked I mean, out he's a lot. Got, I mean, for him to have... Four four hundred and seventy-seven fights <laughs> in the last twelve minutes. He's still he's still is pretty witty. You know what I mean? He's got his brain about him. You know, it's not, I mean, I I wouldn't expect him to solve an algebra problem, but for him to give a a, a pretty complete interview without you know yeah. sounding too punch drunk. I mean, dudes dudes doing dudes doing his thing. You know? I think I have to he's go to Florida. He's on a two fight winning streak. Uh, he did fight. It wouldn't be his first yeah, but one. It, but if, yeah, but if it gets broken, it's going to be like a forty-five fight losing streak. And yeah. it's like I'm a pro boxer. I'm an MMA fighter. I'm a bare knuckle boxer, and I'll fight any motherfucker on the street. Fred Askren, he'll cents. do grappling against Askren against Rodrigo Gracie. I mean, he doesn't care. Well, he d- he does not give a fuck. <laughs> did he lose to um, McKee? Yes. Yes. Badly or no? Uh, he got, he got uh, submitted. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you going to ask Mickey about the bottom? Like, <laughs> you got to go. I'm going to say, yo, I talked to Shannon. And he said he beat that ass. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you wouldn't do it again. You both are 45. You won't do it again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and we might, have, we might have a fight before him before the Bobby Guns I, fight. I feel like if you were like Shannon, uh, Cain Velasquez wants to fight in an hour. He'd fucking He'd go. be like, all right. I don't Sure. No, you got a jet? You gotta I'm going to get in there. I'll, like, I'll give you $200. Uh, fuck it. Like, he's Doesn't just, Kimbo train at ATT? Get Kimbo and Shannon Rich on the street. He's just... 
I think Shannon would beat Kimbo. And I love how you, I love how you found out he was in bum fights, and he's like, "Nah, I was just a referee." <laughs> oh, I can go download those right now, and he's probably on there. But <laughs> bum fights three. <laughs> You're like, he's fought in Rumble on the Rock. He's fought in this. He's Pride. fought in Pride at Bum Fights Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, d- I once had three fights in a night. Oh, you did a tournament? <laughs> no, it was just a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> he might be our favorite guest. I don't know, man. That was. We really need to get like him and Bobby going on a press. Oh, they'll because, do it because Bobby is just so low key. Yeah, you know, Listen, if you don't boys. pump your Listen, jab boys. the right way, <laughs> this is gonna hurt. And then Shannon Rich, yeah, I'm 53 and 79, but I'm fucking proud of it. Let's uh, go. But that one kick was amazing. Is that kick he did? Yeah. That kick yeah, was yeah. like a sweet chin music type. It was like a super kick. Yeah. It was like a Shawn Michaels kick. It must right? be great because I've been music. working stuff like that. Those what? type of kicks. You see type, it? Yeah, I saw it. But I, it's funny. I was like a couple. Before I got hurt, I was in the gym practicing kicks like that. It was know? a pretty amazing kick. Fake There was Yoko a dude that Gettys. just got that uh, in the UFC. He did Recently. that Mike- Yeah, yeah, was, he did that uh, Michaels. But it wasn't as nice as that one. Wonder no, no, Boy not does Sean. that. It wasn't Sean. Sean Jordan did it. Wonder was, Boy does it. There was a dude at Flyweight who actually landed it. And fin- I think it might have been Ray Borg or Luis Smolka. One of them. That I finished it, was, it with a sweet chin. I think it was Smolka. Yeah, but it wasn't as nice as that one. No, that one, I mean. Classic. Yeah. John, John Wood's got a poor John Wood, man. He lost him twice in a row. There was a lot of times where Shannon would either be, win or lose a fight, and he would, his next fight would be the same exact person. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you selling this fight? Oh, you don't want to promote it? All right, do you? Uh, I know. Unbelievable. That was amazing. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to smile for the rest of the Whoever, day. Whoever, by the way, this MMA Roasted Podcast, just so you know, so far uh, on the show we have Patrick Cote, uh, the legend. Uh, we got Bubba. You got, got offered, offered fifty thousand dollar fight on the spot to match it. Dude, he's gonna ask now, in the morning. You better call Coco right now. I got people on it. Really? Oh, <laughs> so give us the update. The update is we're gonna try to figure out how we can get it done. Really? Yeah, you got them right. I'm fucking Bobby Guns over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rich, Shannon Rich. So and by the way, D Cipher. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's good, right? Is it good? Yeah. I mean, it'd be good for you? Yeah, I think it'd be great for me. Do you think that they'll do like a Bellator versus Titan? No. So that's, I, I, no. Who, no. who wins there? Titan wins, right? No. No, but because Titan wins? I mean, no. Titan in wins. In terms of the fights or the promotion? No, 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 not, 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 not who wins as far as the actual fight. The promotion. Oh, Titan, oh, Titan wins. Titan gets, Titan gets wins. noticed by yeah. everyone. But right, I yeah. think no matter the weight classes, more often, if they did like a 10 fight card or even like a seven, I think Bellator wins. Six. Really? There's a, a, because Bellator, Jay-Z, you know. Jay Z Cavacante, I mean, he very competitive guy. Yeah, he, but he's been around forever. Well, and that's what, that? one, that's 155. You're going to put yeah. him in there with a guy like fucking Will Brooks or Josh Thompson, Michael Chandler. And um, now um, Benson Henderson after and coming yeah, down. Yeah, Benson's going And then who else did he say? There was another guy he that said, was... He said 125, 145, I don't even know who we got at 25. Bellator doesn't have, don't have a Bellator 125. So that makes sense. So that's right. not going to happen. 145? Darion Caldwell ain't doing shit right now. Darion Caldwell... You mean 135, mm-hmm. you mean? Yeah, 35. Oh, yeah, he said 120. So 145... You're in but, there against yeah, Harrison. But I'm not even, you know, like, Another that's 45er? their best guy against me. And you haven't You're their counted. Best guy. Pitbull's yeah, unscathed. Yeah, yeah. Rank guy. Pitbull's unscathed right now. You haven't calculated the four guys or five guys that are ahead of me. Vitral's unscathed right now. Curran. Yeah. 
but at then, 145. At 70. He said a couple guys at 70. Uh, ain't nobody I mean, beating I mean Pat Haley does very well at 170. That's 155. Ain't nobody Healy's beating Korshkov, son. Healy does well at 55. Against, ain't nobody beating Korshkov. Healy does well against Bellator no. at 55. Okay, cool. But at 170, ain't nobody beating Korshkov. Even not one set. Put Michael Venom Page in there. Ain't nobody Put Fernando Gonzalez in there. Dog. Put Paul Daly against in who? there. Oh, Paul Daly. Below Muhammad, because I want to see him get marked on. <laughs> That guy's delusional. Nah, Speaking of matchups, we'd win that real quick. But what's up? What's so no, Steve Carl does well against their one seventies. Who's Steve Carl against Bellator? Kreshkov would murder him. Korshkov would eat him for dinner. Yeah, we got a sh- we got a shout out on Twitter. We should. Uh, I want to bring this up right now. while we're talking about. We got a shout out on Twitter about how we didn't talk about how great Korshkov did. Yeah, we people only, were getting mad. We only talked about how one uh, guy. Oh, was I wasn't mad. here. I would have definitely. How I, I definitely. But we were trying uh, to cover a lot in a short amount of time. And I, we well, let me hear, let me hear. Here we go. Korshkov is the new man in the MMA. He looked amazing. Okay, he looked to, to that person how, on Twitter, he looked amazing. What I, what we were trying to say was that that was not. That Ben Henderson couldn't go to 170 and just, like you said, at 55, Ben does much better in Bellator than at 170. I think there's only one dude, maybe, at 170 that I think would give Koreshkov a really good matchup, just based on what we know already. No, 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 in Bellator, but they're not in Bellator yet. Rory. Yeah. If Rory goes over, which it looks like he's going to because the money's right... I think Rory and Kreshkov will be Rory wins incredible that fight. fight. I, I ben agree. Askren, I love Ben. Dude, ben would beat the no, that, was, that was a different. That was a different Korshkov. Ben beat him two hundred. The way he was stopping shots, you know what I mean? Like Benson is smaller, obviously, but Korshkov just looked like a whole different person. I mean, even since I wrestled Korshkov and, and trained with him, he looks like a whole different person. Now, I don't know what they got over there in the water in Russia <laughs> because the water is different in Russia than it is here in America, bro. Right. But he, he looks like a world beater, man. He I, made Doug Lima look like nothing. I can't, I can't imagine that not being one of the best fights that Bellator ever put on with uh, Rory coming over. So, Rory listen, people. Uh, we have come, we're coming to an end of the show. Uh, Bubba, what do you got coming up? Uh, I want to answer his question about matchups. That's what uh, I want to Well, do. okay, so it's a little ridiculous. Real quick. Tyler challenged me for the belt. I have to determine the competition. I want that belt. But I said... Oh, press conference! <laughs> I said something right... Well, he's a comedian, and I'm a fucking jabroni, so right. that's not going to work. Um, <laughs> I said came up something immediately that would be a draw that neither one of us could win, so I could just keep my belt by technicality. Uh-huh. Who could double-leg Bubba competition? Oh yeah, the, yeah. Neither gonna, one of us is going to get close. Bubba has to be looking. Bubba's <laughs> <laughs> just going to Bubba's going to put his hand on my around. head and I'm going to be like, Bubba's just like walking I'm walk around. around with my head on a swivel, so it's still. <laughs> now that I know the competition is there, I'm still, you know. Dude, I'm I could do a competition with Dream for a double leg Bubba competition. Bobby <laughs> lose. The the phrase anytime, any place, anywhere could also mean my surprise. <laughs> 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 yeah. Bubba's going to the bathroom. I know double where, leg. <laughs> I know where you live, Bubba. I'm going to wait for you to. Nah, Oh, and nothing's going on. <laughs> getting groceries out of the Double <laughs> Nothing's going on right now, man. I'm just in the gym. I'm trying to make sure that I get this little kink out of my shoulder. It's nothing big, but, you know, I always want to make sure that you don't re-injure or, or continue to injure something. So um, I'm actually getting with some new partners next week. Me and Antonio are going to get back together. I'm working with some new guys um, in, in the next couple of days to work on some, you know, some speed and conditioning. So in June, sometime, I'll be ready. Um, I don't even know if I'm fighting in June. June 10th. June 10th and hopefully June 24th. In Miami. I guess he's starting to do training camp now. Uh, cutting shit. Uh, Tyler, what do you got going? Uh, I'm at HaHa ha tonight for workout Wednesdays. Uh, hopefully pick up a spot there this weekend. And I don't know what else I got coming up. Uh, I'm just workout. local mostly. 
Nice. Uh, I will be at uh, the Long Beach Laugh Factory tomorrow night, Saturday at the, uh, at the Ice House at 6 o'clock. Uh, Rogan's there at 8 and 10, so they edit a 6 o'clock show. Uh, I'll be there at 6. Uh, Dime Bar. Yo, I'm what? going next time. Shit, if there's Every- gonna be Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Nas. There's gonna be you know all these uh classical. Yes, men. that wasn't dime. That was the, the no name bar next door. But yes, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to that. Every Tuesday night at the Dime Bar, and Tuesday watch Living with Funny on Oxygen. Living with Funny at nine o'clock on Oxygen. Tyler, you want to say them? Oh, nothing. Oh, okay, listen. Uh, thank you to all our guests. Uh, you guys are great. Thank you to Sideshow. Thank you to Ben, the sound guy. He's the man. Uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. Take care. Bye. Bye.